What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Tuesday Night Titans. All right. The largest running episodic program here on YouTube. You in here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish. New, 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 the king of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth. Yours truly, the notorious one, new, new, a.k.a. New, new, Mr. Coachellini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Adamus. And you're in the Desert Storm Bunker with EWF, Every Woman's Fantasy, the Chocolate and Confucius, the Morpheus of the Mating Matrix, the whole effing show. CEO Nigero of Fixes Binds LLC, the unbinder, the undebatable, the best, undisputed, best edutainment here on YouTube, the Black Moses, the Chocolate and Confucius, Third Leg Greg, Senior Third Leg Greg, and also Senior Gregorio Greybeard, none other than CGA, C God Allah. That would be the 10 time demonetized champion of YouTube. We are ready to go, and it is Tuesday out here. Let me hear it. Gordita. We're going to talk about the Gorditas in a minute here. We honor our Gorditas, our ladies that uh, be there, keeping that bed warm, warm embrace. Oh, yeah. My warm embrace. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Somebody said the Ling Ling Slayer. It is what it is. But today, we want to take away from our Gorditas in the building. Shout out to our girls here. Street tacos for everybody. Guacamole, salsa, pica de gallo, and all of that. We got you, baby. I got you. But I just cannot be caught dead seeing you. You know, CB seen with you. I can't get caught dead in public seeing you with them bear paws. But I love you. I love you nonetheless. And and the 10 chubby fingers. All right. 260. I'm not gonna lie. All right, come on over, baby. Come on over. Come on over, baby. Anyway, man, we got a great show for you today. Today, we're going to talk about the cheerleader effect. This is going to be a stream that I did probably in 2021 or 2022, but we're going to review it because a lot of my streams have disappeared and I'm reformatting my, my, reformatting my YouTube channels because I just keep getting demonetized. So, hey, Ninja. All right, that will be the main event. Also, we'll have Straggle and Sinigo Theater. We'll have a couple of segments called... Uh, oh, we have a victim of the prawn industry. This woman said she was completely victimized by doing pornography. Listen, we got to talk about that. Taking women's advice. We're going to take some women's advice about the dating marketplace today. We're going to do that. And has this happened to you? Yeah. And that's you. Anyway, do me a favor. Hit the like button on today's stream. Nonetheless, to contribute to today's show and the Baby Mama Terrorist Fund, your love gift is greatly appreciated. Contribute to today's show. Dollar signs the Notorious CGA on the cash app. Vimo, Coach Greg Adams TV, PayPal, paypal.me, backslash Coach Greg Adams, and that should be pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel, and you can super chat on the Notorious new, 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 new CGA world. channel, and we normally don't have many because the evening service, y'all ninjas coming back from uh, the soup plantation, ninjas coming back from Sizzler with they belly full, and y'all don't want to, you know what I mean, y'all shuffling in here late, coming home from traffic, Ninjas don't be contributing early on. That's normally later on in the show. And again, these love gifts go to the Baby Mama Terrorist Fund because a child is a terrible thing to uh, alienate. Indeed, yes, it is. So that's what we're going to do today. Nonetheless, let's get into today's show. Hey, we got Straggle and Snick. Well, no, 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 no. We're going to earn our 
Adita's in the building. I was ahead of myself. It is Tuesday, ladies, and if you joined us this morning, you saw a couple of the ones that we honored today. We gave our love gift. All right, what's going on here? Uh, let's see here. What's, what's going on? Uh, they took my video down? All right, let's see. Ah, oh, there we go right there. Ninjas is in love. Let's show them right there. Uh, uh-oh. Oh. New, 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 new world order. All right, they already know, man. I was going to be out here making fun of these sniggles. All right. All right, hold on for a second. Where is it at? All right. <laughs> there it is right there. That was going to get him. Yeah, there we go right there. Mm, mm. Mo cushion for the pushing. Oh, yeah, boy. Cute in the face, thick in the waist. Oh, man. Yes, indeed. That's what I'm talking about. We got to oh, get him out. Woo, she felt good, too. Oh, my goodness. And with the titty fat under the bra, over the bra. Oh, man. She got like. She got titties on her back. Oh, my Lord. Yes, indeed. Lay oh, double team. Tag team back again. Them ninjas is in heaven. Niggas always gotta show they Them ninjas is in heaven, boy. Heavy Chevy. Yes, indeed. I bet you she could cook up a storm, baby. Look at all of that fupa print going crazy. I would love to cuddle up, man. Boy, I done had bigger. I'm just letting you know. I done had bigger, nigga. Mm. <laughs> All right, look at him. Look at him, ninjas as happy as hell, showing all kind of teeth. Yeah, that brother's still. All right, ninjas, man. I love it. And then uh, our favorite one right here. This is the one for you right here, ninja. All right, you got to get you one like this, ninja, that can fix your bind. Hold on for a second. The timing's off. We're going to show you right here. I mean, you need to get you one of these, ninja. Look, you be in a bind. You be going down a road. You ain't traveling safe. You be like, hey, man, I got stuck, baby. She be like, say no more. All right, I'm right up in there, boy. Put that heavyweight up in there in the back right there. Girl, I tell you, man. I'm telling you, they convenient. Flatbacks ain't it all the time. Somebody got to get you out of a bind. Look, baby, can you get in there and put all that weight? Yep, 260. I'm not going to lie. Hello. Look at that. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, this is despicable. Oh, the humanity. Oh, man, this is a disgrace. It's a national disgrace out here. Shout out to the mastodons of our world. We need you. We need you out here. What about this one here, Ninja? You got you up. Who's Abuela is this? Who Tia is this? Girl, you know it's true. Who Tia is this? Oh, my goodness, Tia. Oh, the humanity. I mean, somebody's Abuela is losing their mind. Uh-oh, look at her, man. Who Who's Abuela came up in here and got y'all out here all worked up? She got their, oh, the, oh my Lord, that girl is thick. Oh, the humanity. She thicker than the snicker, Lord. I don't even know, boy. Holy moly, 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 moly. All right, that's what I'm talking about here in the building. All right, Ninja, let me get out of here. Yeah, that brother's All right, somebody Tia be acting up. These Tias. I mean, that's a lot of women. That's a lot of women right there. Holy moly, the nasty boys stand up. Oh, that's nasty. Nasty boys stand up. Woof. That's a lot of women right there, man. I would handle it. And ninjas, I got one for you right here, ninja, just in case. You know, we got you a Chicago version of this one. Let's take you to Chicago, all right, or somewhere in the South. Take a look at this right here. Oh, my goodness. Oh, what? Oh, uh, what in the hell? This cannot even be real out here. Oh, this is what in the hell? What? Oh, the humanity. Man, we need to honor our gorditas, even the chunky black Dominicanos. The, what the hell is this, man? I tell you, the obesity is out of control. Oh, the humanity. Ay, ay, ay. 
What in the hell? This is impossible. <laughs> we gone, ninja. Send it. Send it. Send it. I don't even know. Is Can this be real? What in the world? Oh, my Lord. I'm going to be nasty boy. Stand up. Oh, that's nasty. nasty boy. Stand down, man. Man, 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 man. <laughs> Jesus. I don't. I can't even imagine. <laughs> I just don't even know. I wouldn't even know what to do. I would just be like, I don't think I'll be able to reach anything. I mean, I'm just letting you know. I don't got the equipment for all that. Whoosh, man, man, ninjas is out here starving looking at that. Yeah, that brother's starving. Yes, sir, brother. I mean, <laughs> somebody said that's Photoshop. I can't even imagine, but that's what the internet loves there. That just seems reprehensible. Okay, Straggle and Snickle Theater. I think, let me see if it's Straggle and Snickle Theater coming up. We already going crazy. It is Straggle and Snickle Theater. All right, let's go. Hey. With me, if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the sticky, come get high with me. That's a deal, right? Straggle with Snickle Theater is back. All right, let me change my banner for editing purposes only. And we back at Straggle with Snickle Theater. And we're going to start with good parenting. Everybody needs good parenting. And there you go, right there. Look at this father right here. Fathers have their own way of parenting. You know, but sometimes they call this abuse. By the way, if you do this, you're abusive. So we're going to take a look here at, uh, you know, sometimes your kid does not want to eat their SpaghettiOs. They don't want to eat their uh, Chef Boyardee. So we're going to see how this dad decided to get his son to eat his Chef Boyardee. Let's roll it. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, there yeah. it is right there, Ninja. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Listen, I know, man. You know, Ninja's going to call kind of abuse, but nobody was hurt. I don't think Mickey was hurt there. And you got to get him to eat his veggie table somehow. You know, kids don't want to eat their veggie tables. But you got to eat your veggie tables if you just got to beat up Mickey Mouse. To I mean, nobody was hurt. Only Mickey. <laughs> that's right here ninja. he said <laughs> alright he said you gonna eat these veggie tables baby was like Mm-mm. oh word okay alright let's see if Mickey hey listen he ate them Mickey you wanna eat them nope alright oh no that's Minnie Mouse oh my not Minnie oh yeah he was like oh shoot Oh, the alright them veggie tables all of a sudden look good oh my goodness hey man let's <laughs> Straggle with Snickle Theater goes on. I mean, listen, strategy is strategy. I don't know what to tell you out here. <laughs> All right. Straggle with Snickle Theater. Let's take you to somewhere. I don't know if he, what he's making here. Maybe he's making some dessert. But uh, somebody caught a bad one here. Let's go ahead and play it. Um, Excuse me. I didn't ask for whipped cream. Oh, you didn't ask for whipped cream? Mm-mm. Did you say that at the register? Yeah. Okay, so that means that this isn't your fucking drink. So if oh, you could, oh. kindly sit your ass Whoa. down, and oh. I will call you when your drink is ready. Okay. Oh, my. Hey, yo, chill, son. Hey, yo. Oh, my goodness. I mean, man, everybody's on edge right now. I think this Karen got exactly what she deserves in this reading Rainbow Ninja. <laughs> Somebody pissed him off. I'm just going to say, I'll give him a win, too, while we giving out dubs. He gets a trophy, too. 
<laughs> All right. Hey, sometimes you have to be a little direct and we'll play it again. <laughs> she was all nosy. Let's play it again. Um, excuse me, I didn't ask for whipped cream. Oh, you didn't ask for whipped cream? Mm -mm. Did you say that at the register? Yeah. Okay, so that means that this isn't your fucking drink. So if oh. you could, kindly sit your ass Whoa. down, oh. and I will call you when your drink is ready. Oh, my goodness, Ninja Wowzers, man. Hey, man, you can't mess with some of these ninjas, man. The mafia go crazy around here. This ninja needs to... Yeah. Hey. And they will let you know. And look at his face. His nostrils all flaring. <laughs> this snitch about to go postal. Nostrils flaring. All right. You can tell, man. <laughs> this snitch is going nuts with it. Hey, we'll give you to you, bro. Hey, I don't want no parts of it. Yeah. <laughs> what city is that? This is Atlanta service. Typical Atlanta service. Somebody pissed him off. All right, man, chill out, man. I don't know what type of customer service this is, but uh, the, the Karen deserved it. The Karen deserved it. All right, Straggle with Sniggle Theater presses on. We have a Sniggle that has a good joke for us, so here we'll go ahead and give him the microphone. Go ahead, Sniggle. There he is, the Sniggle Supreme. We got dusty, dingy white T-shirt, pajama pants, ashy feet, and a do-rag. All right, this cannot, this going to be great. All right, this is going to be great. Here we go. What is one way... That you can hear the ocean. Through a shell, he told me. Through a shell, put a shell to you, yeah. you can hear the ocean. Yeah. Okay, I'm about to teach you something. Everybody on the internet, everybody who's watching this video, this is something I learned today. Something about the woman's anatomy. Watch this right here, babe. Come here. The woman's anatomy. Y'all watch this right here. This better not be nice. I just learned this today, y'all. So I ain't create this now, but I'm going to share with the people who ain't learned or who ain't seen the video. People talking about it. I'm going to teach you something. All right, teach us something here. And we got the body queen in the building. Shout out to her, man. And she definitely, and remember, guys, I always tell you, when you get married, this is what your woman looks like 24-7. She got her bifocals on. She got her hair in a bonnet. She got her bra off, titties just a hanging down. And then she got booty shorts on, ashy-ass knees, feet smelling like corn nuts. This is what you see, man. This is how your girls, oh, I'm with you. You love me, right? Yeah. And she comes out looking like this. But they both out of pocket here. Let's go ahead and continue. Lay down. This might not be crazy. No, ain't nothing crazy. Lay down, baby. On your back. Same way you can get a shell, put it to your ear, and you hit a hit a hit an ocean. Yeah. I'm gonna show you how to hit an ocean inside the house. You gotta stretch your legs out. Move, move, change, move. Now, if you if your woman or anybody you know, your sister, mama, anybody, they don't have more than three kids. Did you know that according to human, well, woman's anatomy? Okay. After three kids, you can lay down. She can lay on her back like this. Take your head, move chance. Take your head and lay your head this way with your right ear on her stomach, and you can hear the ocean. But when you turn your head and put your left ear, you can smell it. Oh, <laughs> oh man, that. Well, listen, I'll give you a win too since we handed our participation trophies. Sometimes you can hear the ocean, the other way, you can smell it. And uh, judging from how she appears, I think uh, I think he's right. Gotcha, bitch. I think he's right. <laughs> All right, damn man. Oh my goodness, this is terrible how we treat each other. It's terrible. All right, let's continue here. We have another bumquisha here. That's actually should I skip her? Let me see how many I should skip. Okay, yeah, I will go ahead and play her. We got another long joke here, but uh, we're gonna play it. 
And uh, here's her ladies. You are my lady, my girl. You're everything I dream of. Whoa, whoa, whoa. All right, here you go right here. You Look at these. Look at this. Look at the straggles here, man. Look at these straggles. All right, let's go ahead and hear what they had to say here. So I received a call from my daughter's school saying that she had been leaving the school with a strange man every day. Oh. And it was not her dad. Um, I was I was trembling. I okay. mean, my heart was just beating outside of my chest. I've always made it a point to tell the school that if my daughter leaves with someone outside of ourselves, um, that they need to contact us immediately. They described this man. They said he was tall, stubby, looked like he was out of shape. His hair was fragile. He had a light mustache. Um, It was, my God, I I was shaking. I asked them, did they have any proof? They sent over a photo. My heart started beating. I started whimpering. I was shocked. It was me without my wig. Oh. It was me, y'all. Oh. Oh, man. Oh, the humanity. Oh, so that's a sad. That's not a win. That's an L, ladies. Damn, you looking like a man? Yeah, they caught her on camera. This stubby man. This odd-shaped man with a light mustache. Balding. Right? And it was her. Oh, Jesus, man. I tell you. That's what happens, man. You When you play different people, you catch different prizes here. Last straggle here. We have, these are, this is a young straggle. She got a lot of neck too, boy. I'm going to tell you what. All right, boy, look at this. Look at this young lady here. Look at this straggle. All right, get, give a, get a load of her. I think she a Puerto Rican, so she right up my alley. All right, look at all that neck. Oh, my goodness. I could get two good hands around that neck. Two. And it's a good pencil neck too, man. Shout out to her. She all butterscotch, butter pecan, Puerto Rican. All right, uh, what does she have to say? Let's listen to what she has to say. All right, let's play the let's play the video. I like, I fucking love, I love guys that fucking text while they're at work. I don't give a fuck if you're busy or not, baby. If you have time to message me, even when you're at work and risking your fucking job, oof, you'll get a little when you get out, bitch. Hey, oh. I like, I fucking love, I love guys that fucking text while they're at work. Oh, I don't give a fuck if you're busy or not, baby. If you have time to message me, even when you're at work and risking your fucking job, oh. oof, you'll get a little, oh. you get out, bitch. Oh, yeah. It's barbecue in there. All right, boy, she says she gonna drop that neck if you uh, text at work. Another distracting woman here. Apparently, she likes it when you take your attention off your job. And she got them beautiful Puerto Rican lips out here, boy. Hey, listen, man. Do not let these type of psychos mess with you. This is why I rent. I rent chicks like this. All right, because Ninja, she'll be having you going crazy dropping that neck. It's barbecue in there. All right, she'll have you losing your job out here waiting to come back texting her so she can drop that neck. It's barbecue in there. All right, man. Nah, man. I stay away from chicas like this, man. They crazy, loco. Estoy loco. Estoy loco. Uh, But, um, yeah, uh, but I fold up. I'd fold up. And there she is right there. Look at all that neck and look at them lips. Oh, my goodness. I would have that folded up like a love letter from the second grade right there. Puerto Rican, Puerto Rican, Puerto Rican, Puerto Rican. All right. Barricua Morena. All right, but it's free and you're going to get fire waiting for some barbecue. It's barbecue in there. All right, anyway. Butterscotch Puerto Rican. It's butter pecan Puerto Rican. I've been saying it wrong. 
is butter. Wait, I got it wrong. I just messed it up. I messed it up. Now I can't even think of what I said. Butterscotch, Puerto Rican. Wait a minute. Butter pecan, Puerto Rican. That's what it is. Where them Puerto Ricans at? Give me out. Yeah, let me at her. Let me at her. Yeah, that brother's starving. Butter pecan, Puerto Rican. That's what it was. All right, shout out to the Puerto Ricans. And they told me not to play the Mexican music or the Puerto Ricans. I know, man. I don't know. I don't have the Borica music. I don't have the Borica. Chill, Poppy. Chill. Okay, Daddy. <laughs> Chill, Poppy. All right, Poppies was mad at me when I was playing the Mexican music on the Puerto Ricans the other day. All right, uh, anyway, they was like, hey, Poppy. Rodimez came out and saw me, man. Rodimez was like, stop playing the Mexican song on the Puerto Ricans. All right, all right, shout out to the Boricuas. All right, here we go. <laughs> I think that's it for Straggle and Sniggle Theater. And this show has already went left. Like, ride with me if you ride with me. You can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast stick. You can get high with me. That's a deal, right? Okay. All right, we're ready to go. Let me check if there are any earlier contributors to today's show. And then we're going to get right back into the show. Because I think you guys are going to enjoy the cheerleader effect. If you didn't see my first cheerleader effect, you will definitely enjoy this one, shout out to, let me check, pocket watcher ass ninjas in the building. Shout out to the private investigator ass ninjas counting up chats and donations. These is an income, bitch. This is the, the my legal defense fund over here. <laughs> All right, anyway, we got to chill. Chill, chill, chill. All right. Chill, chill. The Mother Sucker Saga continues. Shout out to our brother, Michael R. What do you got to say? Well, I don't know if I can say your name. He says, hey, yo, coach, best entertainment in the world in the building. New, 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 new Heard this song today, and I think it would be a good description describing the bad side of female nature from their perspective. Thought I would share it. Here's a quick taste. It is Fiona Apple criminal lyrics. All right, uh. I've been a bad, bad girl. I've been careless with a delicate man in a sad, sad world. And a girl will break a boy just because she can. Don't you tell me to deny it. I've done wrong and I will suffer for my sins. I've come to you because I need guidance. Be true. And I just don't know where I can begin. Wow. So Fiona Apple, shout out to Fiona Apple. She had a neck too. I would have got her. Is Fiona Apple still around? All right. Is that a new song or an old one? Fiona Apple was the original. Uh, Fiona Apple was the original Cray Cray. She was a little cuckoo. Where's Fiona Apple at? Is that what it is? Fiona Apple? Is she still alive? She used to be crazy back in the day. She was the white Erica Badu. She was the white witch. She was the white Erica Badu. She was like the original witch Erica Badu. She was um, she was that crazy girl. Uh, what 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 what's uh what's that girl's name? This is Fiona Apple back in the day, right here. That's Fiona Apple. She's the white Erica Badu, <laughs> kind of witchy. She's a witch. She reminded me of a witch. I would have got her neck too. I would have got her neck. Um, let me see here. Let me just show you right here. Yeah, look at that. Oh, but dude, she looks young here. All right, hell, she got the braid, the pigtail. Okay, yeah, she was like um, she was like uh. Lana Del Rey before Lana Del Rey. She was like, and not music wise, but just image wise. She was like that other one. What was that one lady? I can't remember her name. She died of a drug addict. She was a dope fiend. She was a dope fiend. 
I can't remember her name. Amy Winehouse. All right, that was her. You know, the witches. All right, Fiona Apple was a witch, kind of. She was into that witchcraft. Oh, she didn't hit the wall, I see. Uh-oh. Ring the bell. Yeah, she looked better. She looked better when she was young, Ninja. Look at that, Ninja. Ladies be hitting the wall fast, Ninja. Like she was looking all right. Look. Mm-mm-mm. Where we at? Ninja, she could have cast a spell on me with looking like this. Now she looking like the Undertaker got her. All right, Fiona Apple. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, by the people I diss. Oh, my goodness. Man, the wall is undefeated. The wall is undefeated. Only white folks knew who uh, Fiona Apple was. Any ninjas know who Fiona Apple was? Y'all ninjas didn't know who she was. Y'all ninjas had no clue. Don't lie to me. Don't lie to me. Yeah, she was the freaky deaky before. You know, she was on MTV TRL. Shout out to Jeff, the producer, says coach. Salute. Appreciate you, man. I think we can get back to the show. All right, I think we can get back to the show. All right, what are we doing here? Well, what's going on here? All right, what part of the show are we on? Okay, let's see here. My producer is behind schedule. Okay, oh, oh, okay. Taking women's advice. All right, this will be a good segment. If I can get the right thing up here. All right, here it is. Taking women's advice. All right, we're, we're going to start off with a sister. And uh, this is in response to the supposedly the women who put a list up of places that men should not take them on a date. And, of course, remember that? It kind of went viral. And then people start putting up 5011 lists. It died a horrible death, and it seemed like it was somewhere around last year when that came out. But it says a black mother teaches her black son about going on first dates with black women. Oh, my Lord, have mercy. I already know. I don't care where this leans. This shit about to be crazy. And there she is looking look at her. This son husband asked Ninja, where, where is his father? Where's his father? I mean, Jesus, we can't let, fi- they don't want to let men do nothing. Why can't the dad teach him? Okay. Taking advice from women. Let's hear what she says here. Let's go with it. Now check this out, son. Okay. Let me tell you the purpose of going on a first date, mind you. There we go. Okay. It's to get to know the person because you don't know you like them. All you know is you attracted to them. They caught your eye. They haven't captured your heart. That's so they shouldn't have access to your to your wallet. I want you to ask them, where's the restaurant they daddy take them? Okay. You asking him about the first restaurant he gonna take you to. What's the last restaurant your daddy took you oh, to? Oh my! You want the men to make a reservation for a restaurant, but you don't reserve what's between your legs. You passing it out oh, like candy. Oh, oh, oh! You rated E for everybody. Oh, oh, oh my! Hey yo, chill, son. Hey, yo. Okay, well, listen, man. You know, some of y'all mammies was like that. You know, you mammy ass having ass ninja. Some of y'all mammies was out of here, out of control. All right, just vicious with the tongue, just lashing it all about. Well, she was honest about it. You know, she knows schizoids. She probably knows them. But, uh, yeah, she did help her. Hop- she did help him out. And uh, he wanted to cut her off. He should have let her cook. <laughs> he should have let her cook. All right, why do you stop your mama from lacing you up, man? I think she was helping you at this point. <laughs> she rated E, rated E for everyone. Ninja, take her advice. This is shit. Every time, listen, a broken clock is right at least twice a day. 
and the mom hit it on the head, man. We'll hear her one more time uh, real quick. Now, check this out, son. Okay. Let me tell you the purpose of going on a first date, mind you. There we go. Okay. It's to get to know the person because you don't know you like them. All you know is you're attracted to them. They caught your eye. They haven't captured your heart. That's so they shouldn't have access to your, to your wallet. I want you to ask them, where's the restaurant they daddy take them? You asking him about the first restaurant he gonna take you to. What's the last restaurant your daddy took you to? Who you want the men to make a reservation for a restaurant, but you don't reserve what's between your legs. You passing it out like candy. You rated E for everybody. Yeah. All right, yeah, she didn't even take her robe off of that one, so you knew this was gonna be pure heat. (laughs) Right? She was gonna be pure heat. Uh, where's his daddy at? Speaking of daddies, I don't see his daddy. <clears throat> but that's neither here nor there. I'll, I'll think I'll take her advice. All right. But um, I don't think she'll find a man anytime soon. It's over for her. It is. <laughs> it is over for her, man. All loud, early in the morning. Man, I don't smell no bacon cooking, but you screaming in my ear. All right. Let's take this woman's advice here. Her name is Honey. All right, honey. All right, her name is Honey. All right, let's take a look at Honey. All right, her name is Honey. Uh, there she is. Boy, she looks She looks like she is, would be good to the touch. I'm going to tell you that right there. Boy, she looks like a nice little teddy bear. All right, uh, you know, let's see what Honey has to say. Here we go. Well, ladies, if y'all doing all this choosing, why aren't you dating Mr. 500K? Why aren't you dating the CEO of General Motors? Why aren't you dating one of those high-value men? You're not dating that guy because he hasn't chosen you. That's the reason why. We all are waiting to be chosen. Men choose us. Yes, we have options, but we have those options based off of what man wanted to entertain us to begin with. So if I have five different men who want to talk to me, then I have five different options, but they have to first want me to begin with. So I don't know about y'all, but I'm not one of the ladies that do the approaching. I don't do that. So therefore, I'm waiting to be approached. Each and every last one of us are waiting to be chosen by a man that we want. Right. We all have all these men that that want us, but we don't want them. We want the man that we want, but the man that we want hasn't chosen us yet. That's the reason why you're not with him because he hasn't chosen you, baby girl. Like, I don't understand what y'all don't understand about what I'm saying. Like what I'm... It makes perfect sense. I don't understand why y'all are overcomplicating this thing. No matter how many options you may have, sweetheart, you're still waiting to be chosen. And that's just what it is. I said what I said. So late. What that mean? Okay. This woman can have 12 babies in eight years. I'm just letting you know. This woman is fertile myrtle. All right. This woman is fertile all right, if you want to know who having a baby on first drip drop, this woman's going to push out mad kids. This woman can populate and enti- she can push out a whole football team. This one right here, boy, I tell you, she built a baby factory. Yeah, this is a, this is a breeder right here. Like, this is a breeder. All right, so anyway, she could get her, she could definitely get her. She got a job as a breeder. All right, but, uh, yeah, um, there was a lot of there was a lot of stuff going on there. It, was, it didn't need to be this long, but uh, the point she was making, I believe, what that mean? 
Um, I think the point she was making is that women are doing the choosing. Women think they have the options. Why aren't they choosing the top guys? And so when they don't get the top guys, then they don't choose nothing else. Then she's saying your options are your options. We're waiting to be chosen on. So women are choosing sexually, but they don't choose to get married. So that's basically what she's saying. You don't have control over the marriage, right? People always say Kevin Samuel said, but we've been saying this for a while that men, um, uh, women control access to sex, women control access, I'm uh, sorry, men control access to relationships and marriage. Now that's a quote that people attributed to the late great Kevin Samuels, but that's not his quote. All right. He kind of popularized it with this large audience, but yeah, I mean, men control access to relationships and sex and, and commitment. And that's what she's trying to say. Hey, everybody's got to play their lane. You're not really out here choosing and have the options you have. If you did have good options, why don't you aim for the top? Yeah. I mean, I, I get what she's saying there. She's probably better seen than heard, but I appreciate what she was saying there. I probably would want to, you know, I probably would want to see her more than I hear her. But she sounds like a good Southern woman, Southern, <laughs> a Southern woman. All right. She definitely is a Southern woman. All right. Anyway, shout out to the Southern woman out here. Uh, are you taking ladies advice? Uh, here we go right here. Uh, let me turn down the music just in case there's, um, let me turn this down in case there's music. Take a look at this. Guys, would you do this? Tell me if you do this. Now, Ninja, I'm a pretty ninja. I got chocolatey skin. I'm a handsome feller. All right, um, this is his lady. Would you let your lady do this to you? Um, let's put up a poll. Let's put up a poll here before we do this. Actually, I'll play it and then let you guys see it. Taking women's advice. Uh, wait, wait, I can't put a poll up anymore? YouTube done changed their screen. Oh, my Lord. Would you let your woman do this for you? Let me know. Would you? All right, so she's obviously an esthetician or something. You know, she must have a background. It's, oh, Ninja Braden. Okay, all right. The Ninja got a smooth skin. He's got a good skin complexion for sure. And probably wise because she's doing his, uh, a.k.a. his facial. All right. This is the total package facial. Pause. All right. Um, He does look decent looking. He's looking good. All right. I mean. Maybe this isn't, oh, okay, this is couple's goal. So this is his girl. This is definitely his girl. He lined up. Hey, man, listen, you know, um, he is he is looking hand, pretty there. Ninja looking pretty. All right. I'm of the one of the tell you, man, in my book, Free Agent Lifestyle, I talked about prioritizing self-care. And these are one of the things I told you to prioritize. I actually favor. I actually am in favor of it. I don't know if I would let my girl do it, though. I don't know if I would let my girl do it because Ninja, if she don't know how to line me up, it'll be kind of uh, tragic if it don't go right. Maybe, you know, maybe I pissed her off the yesterday. Maybe I gave it a five stroke special. All right. And then she want to come in and line my beard up. Oops, I cut it off. All right. So that's just too close for comfort, man. Oh, man. She's spraying a Ninja down. Okay. She getting a, okay. She getting, all right. There goes the beard. All right. Okay. The beard is curly. All right. I, maybe I need to do my beard. Maybe I need to do my beer. All right, this ninja looking. Maybe he's okay. I don't know what to tell you here, man. He a little. That's a little. Hey, ladies, where's the ladies at? Ladies, would do you like your man to look this uh pretty? 
Yeah, you like, man, boy, that's some chocolatey skin right there. Pause, ninja, pause. All right, taking women's advice. Yeah, this ninja looking pretty. All right, pause. My goodness. Oh, she, oh, not the scissors. Look at this. Oh, my. Oh, that's a little bit too much, man. I think I might get beat up if I walk past a construction site looking like this. Yeah, man, but uh, is that a bonnet on your head, Ninja? What's on your head? Okay, we got to take this down. Got to take this down. I got this is too much. But <laughs> I get it, Ninja. I've had women do some similar stuff than that. And uh, if any ladies are here and want to do that, I will return the favor. Uh, any ladies that want to do this, let me know. You can come on over. I see Miss Natty in here. Come on over. You can do this for me. And what I'll do, what I'll do is I'll return the favor. I'll give you the total package facial that I offer. All right. And I offer a total fac package facial. Um, it's full of protein. All right. Iron. All right. Niacin and all of that stuff. You know what I mean? You'll get your daily dose of B12 and all of that stuff. I will give you the total package facial mine. And, and ladies, you can give me yours, but uh, I'm going second. You know what I mean? You finish me up, and then I'll splash. Splash. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, most men, we got 40% people said they would do it. 60% not. All right, total package facial on me. Let's change, Ninja. Miss Natty's in here. She wants one. She wants one. <laughs> All right. All right, what are we doing here? Uh, let's go to the next segment. Boy, we're just jamming through it. We're just jamming through this show. We'll spend some time. We'll spend some time. <laughs> the victim of the pornography industry. All right, victim of the pornography industry. Let's go to this woman here. Uh, this woman here is going to expose. Oh, I don't have it up on the screen. This woman right here. Take a look at her. Okay, this should be interesting here. She's exposing the prawn industry. There is music here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the CGA serum program. Yes, I can do that. I got the CGA serum. I got the serum. And if you ever, uh, like, if you ever have a sore throat, you know what I mean? You, they, you got a sore throat, a scratchy. You know, it's that time of year. I got the serum for you. I got a teaspoon of the CGA serum. Um, gentlemen, there's none for you. If you get a little scratchy throat right here, I'll give you that CGA serum. And, um... I'll deliver it. Never mind. I mean, it's a family show, but you know, just see me in the back. See, see me in the back. All right. Um, here we go right here. Victim. This woman says she's going to expose the prime industry. Let's take a look. The industry, babe, like I need to let people understand. I've seen, like I have seen, a, I've seen fucking, I remember like my first um, scene where I was going to do um, my first scene. And um, I was downstairs and there was a girl doing her scene. She'd just come back after a little while. About three or four guys, I think it was, battery, you know. And she was shitting herself everywhere, man. They was, and they were laughing about it. There was oh. like rabbit droppings on the floor again. Like, oh. I'm just about to do my first scene, do you know what I mean? 19 year old girl. And I. Oh. Literally shit myself, babe. I was like, what? oh my god, the actual industry. Oh my goodness, ninja, you just got to be.
This is why we don't believe all women. This is why we don't believe all women. Because we let too many of these foul mouth false alligators in the building. Where's my false alligator? Oh, here you go right here. We think, let's get the false alligators out here real quick. Uh, there they are. <laughs> the false alligators are here. My goodness, ma'am. Let's let's break this down for a second real quick. All right, let's take the false alligators down. Did you realize that you literally walked into that like you just volunteered? There's no victims you volunteer for this. You took the money because you was broke. Let you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke. <laughs> Dead, flat, stony crazy. broke. I've got $3.85. All right, let's hear this acting. I'm pretty sure it's better than your prawn acting, and this music in the background is a travesty. Here we go right here. Hey, babe, like, I need to let people understand. I've seen, like, I have seen a... I've seen fucking. Oh, I've seen. Hold on, let me get it. She swallowed. I've seen. I've seen abuse. <laughs> it says your body, your choice. Did you think it was going to be romantic? Oh, man. What else? I remember like my first um, scene where I was going to do um, my first scene oh that the oh you hear the <laughs> she, this is some supreme acting she said i was gonna take the banana in the tailpipe <laughs> i swear to god women women are horribly actors man what oh my god <laughs> just she tried to usher them cheers down her cheek I was going to do my first banana in a tailpipe up the Duke shoe. All right, what happened? Tell me what happened after that. And um, I was downstairs, and there was a girl doing her scene. She'd All right, she just come back after a... All right, wait, wait, wait. She Okay, wait, wait, wait. You were in a house or a studio. You were in a house or a studio. There was a scene being shot previous to yours. That sounds plausible. But you didn't hear it? Like, you didn't hear it? You didn't see the camera? You wasn't watching to see what the pregame is? You were just sitting down there? She was getting abused. You couldn't hear nothing. All right? Mm. What was you doing? She was saving her punani. Like, okay. All right, did she do the lip quiver, too? This is a disgrace. All right, what else you got, ma'am? A little while. About three or four guys, I think it was Batrina, and she was shitting herself everywhere, man. Was... Oh my goodness, that is disgusting. Oh, the humanity. She was doing what to herself? She shat herself? Oh my goodness, I don't want to see that. I definitely don't want to see that, and I would love a warning if somebody was dropping Dookie. All right, but uh, I can imagine if you got paid, they have a movie about this, by the way. So for the women who think I'm actually um, making this up, all right, and not believing her. They have a movie about this. It's called Hot Girls Wanted. And any of you prime addicts, it is a good idea if you watch the movie. It will change your um it will change your belief system about pornography. And it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Well, it was. I don't know if it's on. I actually used to tell people to go watch it. And it showed all of these women coming in, 18 years old. They couldn't ready, couldn't get wait, ready, they couldn't wait to get ready to get uh, you know, penetrated. 
And they signed up. They signed a contract. They said, I'm going to make all this money. They were smoking weed. They thought it was going to be easy money. They had to have sex. They were like, shit, I used to have sex all the time in my trailer park in North Florida. And so they could not wait to go down there. They had a tall, flatback Supreme signing them up. All right. She was the dim mother. She was the agent. She was the middleman. And these women would go down there last two, three weeks tops. <laughs> get ran through, sent back home. And one of the reasons why is they went there and they were like, oh, no, I'm a just, I'd like to do only girl on girl. All right. And then they'd be like, okay. And they'll do a girl on girl scene knowing damn well they was going to introduce a male later on down the line a couple of days, a couple of weeks later. Oh, we got a male scene. Then eventually what they did was they started doing more brutal scene, more, more um, degenerate stuff like humiliation videos. But they were paying big money. They were paying big money, and the girls would take it, and then they end up like this girl. And then they end up taking their ass back home, getting ran through by four dudes and some humiliation, like completely humiliation. But, but with that being said, they signed up for it. See, they didn't get abused. Hot Girls Wanted is the name of the movie. They didn't get abused. You signed up for it. You knew what it was. They showed you what it was. They was like, this is the scenes you're going to do. You signed your name on a dotted line. The lights went out. And the bitches started to grind. That's what happened. <laughs> you got it. And you got humiliated. You went about dookieing on yourself. Ninja, they took out. Yep, they was making the girls throw up and oh, nasty stuff. But there's a genre for that. And then they got their tonsils butter. They was throwing up puking dookie in on themselves, pissing everywhere. And then all of a sudden, I got abused. Hey, well, listen. Trying. Hey, you saw it. You Not only did she know, not only did she see the other girl come up, she went down there and she got throttled. Look. Oh, man, this is crazy. This is crazy. Like, does anybody, does anybody consider this woman uh, story honorable. This is the this is a tragedy. And they were laughing about it. There was like rabbit droppings yeah, on the floor again. Like I'm just about to do my first scenes. You know what I mean? Nineteen year old girl. Ah, uh, there you go. Nineteen. What do I tell you guys? What do I tell you about these young women, man? Um, they get. <laughs> Look at her face. Oh my goodness! Look at her face. Oh, the humanity. All right. Um, nineteen. It's interesting. They could do this at 19, but if I date her, it's a, it's a crime. I don't understand. It's a crime in people's mind. It's actually legal. But she was like, uh, at 19, you know how to say no. At 19, you know how to say no, thank you. At 19, you're going to say never mind. But you needed money. Yeah. Let you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke. Dead, flat, stony, broke. I've got $3.85 in my at, at 19, you have enough wherewithal to be like, well, I changed my mind. I'll pack my stuff up, keep the money. I'm out of the door here. Yeah. And she already did scenes at 18. All right, let's continue here. What she got to say. And I literally shit myself. Uh, how? Oh, man, this is terrible. Eve, I was like, oh, my God. All right, Reverend X, man, what you got to say about this? I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. <laughs> Cut that bitch off. Yeah. Next call. I figured that's what you would say. And matter of fact, you probably want to make up your relationship with your father. All right. So be a good time to talk to your daddy. <laughs> Just be like, uh, daddy. Get him, daddy. 
uh, how are you? It's your daughter. I just got ran through and had rabbit dookie all over the floor. Maybe I'll patch up my relationship with you. Indeed. Or else you have to call your sugar daddy and you have to be like this. Uh, daddy? daddy. Uh, you have any more of those clap cheeks? I'll take an allowance. Okay, daddy. Yeah, it happens. You know, there gotta be somebody. You have to go to government daddy like Joe Biden. Daddy. You have any more of them welfare checks? You know what I mean? Like, it's just crazy. Joe Biden's like, are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. No, yeah, that's, hey man, I don't think you're safe there going to Joe Biden. Um, you have to go back to your father. Yes. I'm a pappy. Now, eat a pappy. I should have known. All right, let me see here. What do we got left on this show? The show is crazy. Next one. Has this happened to you? Well, let's find out, gentlemen. And that's you. All right. But has this happened to you? We're going to tell you a story about a common scenario that men go through. And this man seems to have got it. His name is Graybeard Actual. And he seems to have it down pat patterns of human behavior, which the human behavior in dating consists of this. We'll let it, we're going to let it breathe and we'll come back to break it down. And then what we'll do is see, we'll do a poll. We'll see if this happened to you as well. Play it. Promiscuous women all have a very predictable pattern of behavior. I've talked to five different guys over the last two days and their stories are nearly identical. You're dating a woman for at least six, seven, eight weeks, month and a half, two months. The first month is great. She love bombs. The sex is enthusiastic and passionate. Then right around that one month mark, Boom, she dries to your touch. While at the same time, she refuses to post the boyfriend to social media, even though she normally does post such things. And then around that five, six week mark, at least once a week, she leaves the boyfriend on red or is otherwise unavailable for three, four, maybe five hours. She'll text back 10 or 11 o'clock at night and say, sorry, I was taking a nap, phone was in the other room or something along those lines. She either does not want to see him that night or the next day, or if he does see her, she's aloof and sex is dead definitely out of the question. A promiscuous woman, by definition, cannot feel aroused by a man that will commit to her. Once it sinks into her head that he's not going anywhere, this is an actual boyfriend. She literally loses her sexual attraction to him, but he's a good catch. She doesn't want to lose him, but she still has that promiscuous addiction for validation from new men. That's why once a week past that one month mark, she sort of disappears for a little bit. Why? Because she was with another guy when she left you on red. Five guys, same story in two days promiscuous all right all right a very common scenario and this is called dating around all right not dating down this is called dating around and uh this type of thing has happened to me and i'm probably sure i've done it to a lot of women all right but what what he's explaining is the that shoe syndrome and that's you all right and the guy latches on he's more likely to want to commit to the woman and she's like ah, you know you're committing too fast because I actually have some action going on. You weren't the only person I was dating. I, I think the roles are reversed slightly. All right, reversed to as I would do it. But um, th- women do do this when you're gun ho to commit, when you have limited options, um, when you're kind of dating out of your league, if you will, when you're trying to s- get her committed. So these behaviors are men who are hope strategists, right? You want to post her on your Facebook. Guys, I've been here. Uh, I had to grow out of this, right? I had to grow out of this. And it's a turn off to women. 
it is a turnoff to women. That exact scenario he described is men who are trying to push women down the aisle of commitment. But she's kind of uh, playing the field, if you will. She has her ex-boyfriend she still talks to. She has her sugar daddy she still talks to. She has ninjas that she still hooked up with from the previous dating app um, scenarios. She already got kind of guys lined up, if you will. So here you come trying to push the, you trying to push it to the limit and get her to commit really quick, and it turns her off. I mean, this is a turnoff. Now, a lot of guys think that women want you to commit right away. But if you push commitment hard on a woman, she going to run. All right, she going to run. Run, rabbit, run. Especially if she's um a, an attractive woman. If she's a basic woman and a basic chick, stock factory issue, she might not run as fast. But if she's promiscuous, like he identified, this is indicative of promiscuous women, not hopeless romantic women. So if she's promiscuous and you want her to come down off the cock carousel, right, and she's going to be like, nah, too fast. But she doesn't want to lose you. Why? Because you're a good catch. And that's you. And not because you're handsome, because you represent a stable boyfriend. Something that she wants, but she's like, maybe I can do better. But, you know, I still got some, I still got some situationships. So, yeah, I think what's happening is a lot of men have been put through this. Uh, a lot of men who are not as cold as CGA and not as cold as Steph. Right, shout out to Steph is cold. But then you meet a girl and you want to, okay, yeah, this is definitely a role reversal. I'm going to tell you guys, try not to do this. Try not to do this. You're going to get your heart broken. You're going to get your heart broken out here. She's just promiscuous. She's on the carousel. She enjoys you for what you represent, but she is not cut off all her men. In fact, if you, if you in fact, uh, get with the woman, I think it would be fair if you're past the age of 28. Yeah, indifference is the best. I would say this. If you're past the age of 28 and you meet a woman and you guys commit, I would just say this. You got a couple of months to clear out all your hoes. All right? <laughs> Listen, a lot of ninjas will be like, what? Because you guys are all looking for virgins. They don't exist no more. But what, what I would say is you got three months to get all your hoe activity cleaned up. Meaning that if you want me to commit after three months, if I see you touching another ninja and you say, well, this is my friend and this is my past hoe, this is my cousin, my play cousin, my play brother, and I'm committed to you, bitch. You ain't texting no other ninja. I'm just letting you know. That shit don't happen with CGA. CGA is the guy. Numero uno. Primo. The supreme. All right. That, I'm the only guy. All right. But this is why I don't commit because I don't play these games with these bird brains. All right. But. You got a couple of months, so you need to get them in order because I know it takes a couple of months for these ninjas reaching out two months later. Hey, what you doing? Oh, I got a man. You know, I, I get it. You got to get your cock carousel and your hoe activity in order, <laughs> right? You know, play cousins, play cousins, right? Because ninjas reach out even three months down the line. Ninja, now you must, you know, if you know ninjas that still back there or used to serve them up, and drop that neck, you need to get in, get a hold of them. Shut all that shit down. I'll let it go after a month, two months. At month three, I'm going to look at you sideways. A word? Okay, we doing this? Okay. Your ass about to get cut off. So you have to give leeway. 
Because I'm going to tell you why. Because you guys are adults. Everybody's been through their whole phase. Everybody's been through their marriage, their divorce, their breakup, their long-term relationships, whatever they were doing. By 28, everybody got bodies. <laughs> everybody had what? Yep, get your DM straight. Get all this straight. Get all your Snapchat straight. Get these ninjas in line. Get your pookie boyfriend. Get your ex-boyfriend. Get your sugar daddy. Get all of these hoes in line. Make sure they know. If I catch your ass doing this, ninja, you about to hit the skids. Anyway. All right, so that's kind of what I, that's that's the thing that I tell people. But I, I, have, I don't commit anymore to monogamous relationships. All women who mess with me are monogamous to me. But I'm not monogamous to them. Women are like, this is disgraceful. But I tell them, if you're serious about me, uh, I don't expect you to cut off all your hoes right away. All right, but I get it. But you better make sure, yeah, go get your STI check. Cut your ex-husband off. He don't get no more access. <laughs> this is a good, mature way to handle it. But yeah, man, ladies are like, how come you're not monogamous to me? Ninja, I'm the man. I'm numero uno. I'm supreme. Primo. Ninja, you know what kind of deal you're getting? Not every woman gets this deal. You think this is an easy come up? Bitch, you think you better than me? You think you out of my league? What? I ain't out of my league. I'm doing you a favor. And as such, you shut it down. Me, on the other hand, this is how I do it. In these streets. <laughs> Me, on the other hand, if I see something, I say something. Me, on the other hand, if I want to put hands on hips, I'll put hands on hips. We'll talk about it later. Mm. <laughs> right, anyway, these women are like, you're a despicable, disgraceful human being. I want you to be monogamous, too. I don't think so. But I will be respectful and it will be ethical. I will not tramp. I will not tramp my hoes all the way through through right in front of you. They all stay separate. Everybody knows what's up and I don't do anything nasty. We all protect themselves. You know what I mean? <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh, man, it is. But you, on the other hand, you will touch nobody. <laughs> yeah, they like, man, this is crazy. How dare you? I told you I'm the great coach Alini. <laughs> all right but you're gonna get a fantastic deal out of this believe me you'll you'll be happy you make this decision indeed how dare you yeah i don't have to convince you of it listen you can walk anytime all right you can walk anytime go back to the streets if you will ninja i don't care in these streets i always tell I always tell women like, hey, man, go where the attention flows. She'd be like, I got options. Other men be texting me. You better pick up your game. I'd be like, go. Go with it. I always say, go where the attention flows. Go ahead. And I always tell them afterwards, they'll listen to it and they'll be like, uh-huh. Oh, really? Like they have that look and they have that. They get stuck for a second. The cat gets their goat. They be like, wait, what? I'd be like, go where the attention flows. I'm not about to you know, beg you to be around me. And they be like, and then right before they about to talk, I say, but you'll be back. <laughs> you'll be back. Cause you're going to go out there where the attention flows. You're going to get ran through by these hungry ass ninjas. All right. And you'll be back in six weeks, knocking on my door. 
Hey, big head. You'll be back in six months. Um, how you been? Next year. Hey, I was just thinking about you. I've been thinking about you. I've been. You'll be back. Because I, I'm, you will realize I'm the best situation you got going here. I know you don't think so. I want to I wanna tell you how to love me. You love me the way I want you to love me. I'd be like, oh, okay, listen, we ain't going to do all of that. I love you the way I want to love you. Ninja, you take it or leave it. <laughs> Go where the attention flows. Go ahead. You'll be back. <laughs> they always come back. All right, anyway, man. Uh, how are you? Uh, hey. Hi. Hey, you. You'll be back. Because I didn't do nothing bad. I didn't do nothing wrong to you. I just told you what it was, and you thought you was going to go out there and get a better deal with hypergamy. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go test the market. (laughs) I guess. Now, when you come back, you know, you know you're going to have to follow CGA's plan. When you bring your ass back, you're going to have to come back, head bowed, and every knee bent. And I'd be like, ah, that's good. I'm glad you came back. Go back to what you know. I'm glad you're back. Well, I see you want to take my deal. Ah, uh, what deal? Oh, you remember. Oh, you don't have a so you don't have a short memory. You got a very good memory. You know exactly what was what. We're gonna start off where we left off. Every head bowed and every Eye closed and every knee bent. Start off by calling me daddy. Him daddy. <laughs> he said they not ready for that. Yep. Tail between leg. I guess I guess you like the deal that I was giving you. Just for clarification, this is how it will be. Anyway. <laughs> You'll be back. They always come back, guys. They always come back. They don't have a they don't have a clue. They always come back. And a lot of you guys think that they've been defiled when they came back. I don't want her back. Ninja, she getting defiled while you right there, ninja standing there. So they always getting defiled. <laughs> Assume the position. All right. So a lot of guys here, what this guy was explaining, he's explaining men who I think. I think he's explaining men who fall in love fast. That's what he's explaining here. And I I can't relate to that now. Women all have a very predictable pattern of behavior. I've talked to five different guys over the last two days and their stories are nearly identical. You're dating a woman for at least six, seven, eight weeks, month and a half, two months. The first month is great. She love bombs. The sex is enthusiastic and yeah, I mean, these are things that I tell you guys. Watch out for love bombing women. Watch out for love bombing women. Uh, you guys got to start holding the line against love bombing women. This is a big one. And uh, any woman that's super excited about being with you and you're, you were not present in her life three weeks, four weeks, five weeks ago, they're a red flag. That is a red flag. So they love bomb you. They they constantly talking about you. They constantly messaging you. They constantly want to see you. They're lovey dovey. They feeling good. They're like, what do you do to me? Oh, what you do to my body? All right. They're constantly want to ask you questions and what kind of sex positions you like. This is a red flag. You better cut that shit off because if you let it go bad six weeks, 
it's going to be a disaster. Yep, she'll get baby rabies. She lets you skeet in her guts. Ninja, you're going to get her knocked up. Okay, uh, eventually you stop being on your purpose. You're distracted. You're not doing your hobbies or pursuits. I'm telling you as a man, this is no good. I know it seems good. It's going to feel good, and you're going to feel all of this. But love bombing women and men who love bomb, this is egregious. This is a mistake. And these relationships very rarely last. And if they do last any time, they implode. All right, they implode. <laughs> all right, somebody says women love to love bomb. Yep, and they don't see what they doing is love bombing. They see is, is you doing love bombing them because you're sleeping with them and then you pull out. All right, but guys, women who do this are, this is a mistake. You want to get out now, and I know you already sense that this is going left, and uh, you don't want to pull out, but pull out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Abandon ship, because this is going to be a tragic, it's going to be a tragedy. It's going to be a tragedy. Let's let's get back to it here. And Oh, enthusiastic sex, he described. As I told you, sex is enthusiastic at first, all right, but then after a while, it goes bye-bye passionate then right around that one month mark boom she dries to your touch while at the same time she refuses to post the boyfriend to social media all right so i don't agree with this guys you should not push to get po guys men should not push to po get posted on social media um i've made this mistake this is the death nail all right this is the end of your relationship ninja because if she doesn't want to do it or ladies of what if you're watching me if he doesn't want to do it don't force them to do it. You know, don't force them to share you and, and pressure them. This is going to, from a male position, this is push, This is peace leave behavior. Don't push this. Don't push this. I mean, I prefer not to be shared at all. So, uh, But if you push for this, this is a very, very female move to do. And if, um, if, late, if a lady push, I'm oh, sorry, if you're, yeah, if a lady's pushing you to do it, say, man, listen. You got to honor my privacy. Well, a lot of people believe that people use their phone like they use it. People think people use their social media like they use it. So men will be like, well, if you have Instagram, that means you're cheating. And if you're not on Facebook, you must be a serial killer. And how come I can't get on your Facebook or your Instagram or your Snapchat? How come you can't text me back? I know you have your phone. Guys, look, I don't use my phone like that. I don't use my social media for that. All right, now, um, if you're uncomfortable with that, kick rocks. Kick rocks, but bitch, you ain't got, and, and women that want to take pictures of you and shit, snap, and then let me post this, and let me tag you. I'm going to kick you out. You're going to be done so fast, right? Because they're not honoring your boundaries. You have boundaries. You might be cheating and doing whatever they think you're, th this may be true. But if you have boundaries and they push you, boss you around and push and test your boundaries, even when you told them, I told you I don't do this. I told you I don't do that. All right, I told you not to do this. I told you. Not. And then they push, push, push. Get rid of them. And tell them. Go where the attention flows. Go find you a man that wants to be posted everywhere. If, in fact, you cannot find that guy, you'll be back. If this is that important to you, go find that guy. You got to let him go. Ladies, same thing. The guy don't want to do it. Go find you another one. It's not that big of a deal. But pushing another person to do this and they saying they don't want to do it 
for whatever reason, legit or illegitimate, don't do it. If you're uncomfortable with people doing this, like, oh, no, I got to be posted. Go find somebody who wants to be posted. But don't pressure another person. Gentlemen, don't pressure another woman to get posted on Facebook. This is some bitch behavior. It's, that's terrible, man. That's, that's, that's beta activity. And, and you wonder why she dried up like the Sahara Desert. Okay, here we go. Even though she normally does post such things. And then around that five, six week mark, at least once a week, she leaves the boyfriend on red or is otherwise unavailable for three, four, maybe five hours. How did you become boyfriend and girlfriend in six weeks? That's a red flag. <laughs> That's <laughs> Six weeks, y'all already boyfriend and girlfriend? I mean, it was even earlier than that. Yeah, y'all rushed into it. Only fools rush in. Um, here's what you have to tell. You know, I'm here to instruct you. I know a lot of guys don't realize it. Okay, you have to give instructions. You have to have, make people work for your commitment. Your commitment not, does not come easy. Okay, so I'm not ready to commit. Mate, you're going to have to work for it. You're going to have to prove yourself. You're going to have to earn it. Because my commitment is valuable. Okay, you're not just going to treat me like you are every other Joe. And what guys will do is give up the commitment way too early, way too fast, and she hasn't done much work. She hasn't done much in anything. You got to be able to tell them what the parameters are, see if she can follow instructions before you make a commitment to them. But I don't understand this. This is, I, I get it. A lot of guys, a lot of guys do this, and it's somewhat sad. Then you, all of a sudden you're in a committed relationship in two weeks. Uh, well, I mean, you're just signaling you had nothing else going on. So please don't do this. This is another, again, beta behavior. She'll text back 10 or 11 o'clock at night and say, sorry, I was taking a nap. Phone was in the other room or something along those lines. Uh, Yeah, see, that's a common one, too. If you ever experience that, just go ahead and chalk it up. She cheating. You give her once, twice, it's, it's done. Save yourself. Save yourself. Uh, Where there's smoke, there's fire. This smoke, this fire. This doesn't be like, well, she fell asleep and you're trying to give her an excuse. You're making more excuses for her than uh, she did. She ain't even contact you yet. Um, so, yeah, you know, disappearing for four hours, not contacting you from 730 to 10, 11. Don't second guess yourself. Do not second guess yourself. If you can't contact her after 730 and she don't get back to you until 1130, she got her insides pushed through her esophagus. That's what she got. She got her top, she got her tonsils buttered. I don't care if she was studying. I don't care if she had a terrible cell phone where the battery dies. Bitch always got her phone. All right. So uh don't fall for that. Don't fall for my phone. It's dead. You know, you give her one, the, the second one is a it's definitely a violation. And cut your losses. Cut your losses, guys. If you get your heart, this is why you don't get your heart involved so fast. You want to see this behavior first. You want to see her behavior first before you commit, before you get your heart involved. Guys, you're the last one to get your heart involved in any relationship. You have to be the last one. You cannot be the first. So then you can see behavior. You can see patterns of human behavior, bad behavior. You're like, oh, okay, no, nah, okay. Then you can keep her at bay, have other things. You eliminating all your hoes in two weeks. Oh. Some of this stuff, man, um, that men go through is self-inflicted. Yeah, she fell asleep. I fell asleep early at 7.30. I came home from the gym, fell right to sleep, woke up, 
Six in the morning. All right, anyway. No, 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 no. She either does not want to see him that night or the next day, or if he does see her, she's aloof and sex is definitely out of the question. A All right. Um, sex is definitely, okay. Promiscuous woman, by definition, cannot feel aroused by a man that will commit to her. Once All right. This is true. I mean, well, a promiscuous woman won't be aroused by a man who won't commit to her. Uh, the point that I was going to make that he talked about here. And uh, I do have specific guidelines about my phone behavior. For instance, I'm streaming a lot, so I can't respond to multiple women's texts. So I just, I just tell people I'm streaming, right? I'm on, or I'm on a work call, and I can't break because I'm talking nonstop. I don't have time to be like, hold on, guys. Let me text this bitch so she's comfortable that I'm not fornicating. I don't have time for that. Then I also give the instructions that after 930, I'm unlikely to text you. After 9.30, around 9 o'clock, I go no phone, all right? I do no tech after 9 o'clock. Now, I could, I could give you the benefit of the doubt and text you, but my general rule is after 9.30, do not expect me to respond, okay? You see that? That's a guideline. That's a guideline. That's a boundary. You set up a consistency. You gave instructions, now, that doesn't mean I'm not throttling no punani. But I gave a guideline that then you can't say, well, where were you? Hey, man, I already told you after 930. Or they'll watch your behavior if you're around. If you're around, they'll see what happens, what you're doing at 930. So these are all the little things that get involved into relationships. And people have these things. And it's like for me, for me, <laughs> right? Uh, somebody's at, uh, for me, all these things are a waste of my time. Again, time, money, energy, attention, and time. All of these little things that do matter in relationships, they do matter. I'm not saying they don't, but all of this is a waste of my time. All right. It's a waste of my mental energy. It's a waste of my creativity. It's a waste of my discipline. It's a waste of my nut. I'd rather go right to the junior college. This is why I go to the junior college. They just do not get it. <laughs> I ain't got time to micromanage some crazy ass woman. And try to get her to be comfortable in all of this stuff with my behaviors. Ninja, I got better things to do. And that this ruins my creativity with all of these things, trying to keep these boundaries from getting violated. And I'm going to the junior college. All right. These bitches know what to do. They follow instructions. I go right up in there. They tell her what to do. All right, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Here's a fistful of 20s, and I got money. You know what I mean? Nah, yeah. This is why people don't understand. That's why people don't understand. I get it. But I don't have time to micromanage a woman. It's just not my interest. I'm bored. It's boring. Half these hoes don't listen to nothing. <laughs> they get emotional. I'm out of here. All right, skedaddle. It sinks into her head that he's not going anywhere. This is an actual boyfriend. She literally loses her sexual attraction to him. But he's a good catch. She doesn't want to lose him. But she still has that promiscuous addiction for validation from new men. All right. And so, again, this is, again, to me, to me, I, and I'm not dissing him. He's a little too old. But, but again, I'm, I'm probably, he's probably instructing people here. I don't know if he's going through this, but he said several men he knew went through this. 
This is this is too much. This is middle school shit to me. All right, at best, this is under 30-year-old behavior. If I find a woman that is over 30 that acts like this, I get rid of them asapily. Get out and don't come back. <laughs> All right. So I just don't I don't have time for these little um uh little uh teenage games. I know I know I know younger women that I mess with that don't deal with they don't have to do with none of this. All right. I don't deal with any of this. This is really, really sad on both sides. You guys gotta really start manning up and you women gotta really mature. If these type of situation if you're involved in this type of stuff, you're too young. This is young kid stuff. <laughs> And then she's going to, you're worried about her getting validation on social media. Bitch, post whatever you want. Ninja, you ain't getting this commitment, <laughs> right? But what you're going to get is these tonsils butter. You're still going to get that. And she's going to wonder why she's not getting a commitment. This is why you don't. Hey, man. Okay. Somebody keeps asking me a question. You ain't super chatting it. Stop distracting me. Here's the thing. This is why you don't give your commitment up. This is why you don't attach to a woman that fast. She don't accept instructions to get rid of her. She's faulty. So if you see her posting on the internet, just assume she's going to continue that exact same activity. And whatever you don't want in your, your mate, don't reward her with a commitment. Don't reward her with a commitment. If you see her, I always say this. I always say this. If a woman comes to your house multiple times and she never once goes in your kitchen and claps two eggs together, scrambles them up and adds cheese, asks you if you want cheese, and starts crackling bacon, and she sits up there and she asks you what's for breakfast, she never gets your commitment, but you can clap her damn cheeks until she stops. That's it. You don't have to give them this guideline. Because I can't tell you everything to do. You should know what to do. I'm king, primo, supreme, numero uno, D1, Hemothy. You should know what to do. But then if I had to start telling you, and then I had to remind you, and then you ask me, so where is this going? Bitch just want a commitment and don't do nothing for you but spread her legs. Ninja, you better spread some damn, you better spread some damn cream cheese on a bagel. Like, do something. What's wrong with you? Do something. I gave you some pussy, so I need a commitment. Ninja, you ain't cook no bacon. You ain't crackle one bacon. <laughs> it never crossed your mind to whip no bacon up. It never crossed your mind to slap eggs together and scramble them up to see if I was hungry this morning and ask me what for breakfast. You out of pocket. So now I got to tell you why you ain't commitment worthy and why I'm just clapping your cheeks. <laughs> fuck is going on and then you commit to them and then you're like why you never cook for me they literally show up okay you're doing nothing because you let me bother you anytime i want and here i go you keep sleeping with me every time i come spread my legs all right this is easy commitment please yes you're mine all right good i got the commitment you loser all right let me go out there with my hose man she go right back out there and get throttled you ain't gave her no instructions, no guidelines, no nothing. You ain't stood your ground. You ain't held no frame. She didn't offer you up nothing past doing what she done did her lazy ass previous times. She ain't did shut. She didn't make your, dude, ladies, if I get up early in the morning 
I go walk my dog. I go to my office and check my information. Okay. Then I come back. I come back in the bedroom. You up. First of all, you better not be sleeping in that goddamn bed when I come back up here. All right. If you didn't see me take a walk, walk my dog. All right. You heard me leave, run an errand and came back, check my email. And then I walk in the room and you still laying in there. You violate. Now, let's say you got up and you were smart. <laughs> right. Let's say you had some wits about you. If my bed ain't made and you was the last one in that bed and you hopped your monkey ass all around my house waiting for me to make a ne- make the next move and you ain't made my bed, do not ask me for no commitment. <laughs> Don't do it. What? I better see the pillows up on my bed. I've been not she a disheveled ass bed. Now I can unmake the bed and throw your ass in it. <laughs> this is odd. Again, these are the little, the little things that matter to you to see that she actually care, but I care about you. You ain't never made nothing. You ain't never made my bed. Ain't never made no eggs without me. Tell ain't fish. You defaulty. You faulty. <laughs> You a faulty broad. You have no consideration. You're selfish. And I need to micromanage you and instruct you. All right. And women be like, too tired. It's too early. You faulty. Get out. You a lazy woman. I don't need you. Sleeping into the afternoon. Get out. I don't need no. I re- hey, guys, once you let them sleep all the way through the afternoon, done. Rap. I mean, look. This is why I go to the junior college. I ain't got time for these lazy broads. Lazy, want to sleep up until 11, 12 in the afternoon. Man, you bet not ever come to. That'll be the last time at my crib. That's going to be the last time you come to my house. Sleeping up until afternoon. Get the fuck, dude. I'm going to tell you, I wouldn't even let my kids do this. You're going to wake up. You could go back and take a nap, but you ain't going to just sleep all up into the afternoon. Nope. Get the nope. Get these bras out of here. These faulty ass, get out. You got nothing in your life important to do. I don't care if it's Saturday or Sunday. (laughs) This is wild, wild, wild. These people wild as hell, man. This is people wild as hell. They faulty. They faulty as hell. And you guys, they're showing you, you're showing them, you'll accept anything. It's absolutely crazy. Anyway. Anyway, anyway. Let me get to these super chats and we won't get to the main event. Main event in the building. Shout out to y'all. Hit the like button. We're giving y'all. Or you just gonna be put you're gonna be a piece of ass. I'm just letting you know. You're gonna be fine. You're just gonna be a piece of ass. <laughs> so don't complain when I just keep throttling you. All right, but 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 where's this going? I thought you know I want a commitment, and you ain't committed to doing nothing for me. Um, no. The weekend. Hey, number one sign of lazy people is they sleep two, 10, 12 hours a day. If you ain't sixteen, sleeping twelve hours a day is egregious. That's disgraceful. That's super disgraceful. You do not need that much sleep. You a lazy broad and you a lazy ninja. 12 hours of sleep. (laughs) 
We went to sleep at 10, 11, 12, and it's now 10, 11, 12 a.m. Oh, I, these are lazy people, man. You cannot kick it with me. I'm telling you, I got too many standards. I got standards for people. You cannot kick it with me. 10, 12 hours of sleep? Fuck that. <laughs> you know how much stuff I can do by noon? Uh-uh. And then they want to roll out of bed, barely get out. Oh, my God. Lazy bums. <laughs> You're a lazy bum, man. Ninja, your life must be, you either must be a cabillionaire or you're going to be poor. There's no in-between. There's no in-between. Lazy-ass people. Hell no. Have some standards and decorum. <laughs> All right, this is crazy. Oh, my goodness. But people be doing it and trying to excuse it. Well, my sleep pattern is up. Then when I leave, no. Hell no. <laughs> Ninja, I got shit to do, man. And what I'm not going to do is tiptoe around my house so a lazy bitch can sleep. Oh, hell no. <laughs> All right. Oh, you waking me up. Can you be quiet? Shh. 10 a.m. What? All right, man. Let me tell y'all. Let me do these supports in here. Oh, man. Y'all got too much going on. Shout out to Carter. He says, just watched last night's show. Whoever Dirty Mac Ling Ling to Young CGA is wrong. He says, I couldn't breathe laughing at that. Had my ninja thinking they ate the doo-doo. LOL, he says, they say W-E. I don't know what that means to keep baby moms or black men from exotic women. Oh, okay, that's what that's it. All right, they say that to keep black men from exotic women. There you go. Yeah. Yep. Oh, they eat the doo-doo. They eat the doo-doo. It's crazy. Black, uh, Brown 310 says, shout out to Senor, Senor Reno Trabajo, my favorite African-American. Oh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Shout out to Kingston says, these 304s want monogamy from you while they are out on the field. American women desire a sucker at the end of the day, and that's facts. Facts. Suckers. They looking for a sucker. And I want you to try this out. I want you to try this out. If you ever had a woman break your heart. Pretty brown eyes. Yeah. All right, ninjas, here we go. There's people who work two weeks straight. Shh. Okay, hold on for a second. Let me be nice. Let me be nice. Silence, you fool. This ninja came with the odd opportunity to tell me that people work two weeks straight, 12 to 14 hours. That would be a outlier. Silence, you fool. What woman is doing that? None. Maybe nurses, but that's three days. They work three twelves. Silence, you fool. That would be an outlier. He came with the, well, there's people out here. <laughs> Unbelievable. Continuing. Pretty brown eyes. All right, what are we doing? Shout out to Kingston says, these 304s want monogamy. Okay, I already read that. Shout out to Kofi Kingston. Women ask for monogamy way too early. Ladies, I know the four, the four women in here. I'm going to tell you, you're asking for monogamy and you haven't earned it. You just come in. Oh, we met on a dating app. We're monogamous. No, we're not. Silence, you fool. 
Uh, that's not what we are. So if that's what you thought, you thought like lit, you thought he farted, but he shitted. All right, it happens all the time. <laughs> I thought we had something here. You thought wrong. Mm. Shout out to Toby. Coach Alini. Uh, it says right here, somebody's charging $500 for the new Super Tender Gold Access. Ninja, I'm going down to the JUCO. The F they think this is exactly. Tender charging that. I mean, I'm like, wow. But ninjas think they ain't paying either. Justin Oak, Ninja, I work seven days a week and stream on Twitch. Shout out to you. And they be sitting up there talking about, well, I work four days straight. I drove a truck cross country, and I bet you your ass get up early <laughs> to get that rig down the highway. Talking about I need a little bit of sleep. Of course, everybody needs rest. But these women be sitting up sleeping all day. They think it's a fantasy. They be just having their hair all spread out. Wake up. <laughs> Ain't no vacation. Get up. Shout out to Dr. AMG CGA coined hypergamy on steroids. I think I did. Shout out to Jeff, the producer. Thank you, Doc. Shout out to Preston. He says, please make a, him a celebrity. Him make money on YouTube. Him make much more money. <laughs> All right, you make much more money. I think that's what you said. All right, um, I'll try to make it a sound bite. He'll make money. He'll make lots of money on the YouTube, and I can track every donation, super chat. I track his algorithm. It's tough. It's tough, but I do have high standards for people who associate with me. Uh, and this is why, this is why people can't qualify for me. You guys got to have standards. <laughs> Do everybody have standards for yourself? Y'all just let people do any old goddamn thing. Okay, listen, if you want to do what you want to do, please do not be around me doing it. I'll <laughs> just let you know. Please do not be around me doing it. Now, you can do whatever you want, but you not, listen. <laughs> Get some standards. There's no reason to be lazy at all. All right. Listen, you know what I mean when I say lazy. Okay, you need rest. All right. You you know what I mean? You burnt out a little bit this week. All right. I, I need to catch up on my sleep. All right. But here's what I also find out. They, I also see y'all ninjas out at the club. I do see you consuming alcohol. I do see you tooting uh, gas, smoking weed. I do see y'all doing these things, staying up late, texting broads. I find it odd that it's so hard to get up early in the morning, but you always staying up late, late, late into the night. And then you come up with excuses. Well, I work long hours. Nah, Ninja, I saw you wasn't doing shit. You wasn't doing shit from 7 p.m. You didn't hit the gym. You didn't do nothing. 7 p.m., you got your monkey ass off of work, ate some fast food, smoked some weed, drank some drink, texted hoes, Jerk the prawn, and then you want to tell me you want to sleep until noon the next day. Stayed up late at night, texting hoes on Snapchat. One, two, three in the morning, vaping. Ninja. <laughs> Yo, how did how did how did y'all add that in? Where you forgot to add that part? You forgot to add that part. Texting bras on Snapchat, back and forth, simping all night. 
Uh, but I need my sleep. <laughs> this, yo, I can't go for this, man. Anyway, Dark Side Foundation says, Coach, my girlfriend dragged me to see Captain Marvel 2. This movie is an absolute disaster. The chocolate sister Marvel does have very clappable cheeks, though. Give me that train yang in the building. Here we go. Train yang. Anyway, yep. Ninja was playing 2K, Madden. They was playing COD. Ninja, you did drop in the Fortnite. You forgot that part, didn't you? All right, anyway. <laughs> Shout out to you, man, watching the Captain Marvel disaster. Uh, but, uh... Shout out to Macaroni Tony. That reminds me of that Uncle Luke song, Doodoo Brown, Doodoo Brown in the building. Yeah. All right. Fixes the buy and says they didn't pay that prawn victim enough for the right amount of money. I can take her to do 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 Dubai. And when she says to me, ew, what have you been eating? I tell her that it's barbecue in there. It's barbecue in there. Indeed. Indeed. People are always trying to fool me with that. Shout out to you. Who is this? Did I get this, brother? Shout out to, it's the second guy who's uh, sent the chat related to this. Hold on for a second. Is this this? This is today. ATN says, hey, Coach Judge Joe Brown went on the PBD podcast outing all the stuff you've been saying about the community. You are the truth and it's real out here. It's real in the field, man. We got it out here. Shout out to the community in the building. Where's the community? I need a community sound effect. I don't have one. All right, but Judge Joe Brown tells it tells it like it is. Shout out to Judge Joe. Um, you know it's hard to it's hard to have have hold a mirror up to the community. It's hard, but I won't get in on the community today because that will be a whole nother segment. We're gonna about to get into the main event. Miles says, "Salute, Coach CGA. I appreciate you putting your neck on the line daily for this much needed information. The GOP is reeling, and I think the Dems will steal the election again in twenty twenty four. However," The only card the Dems have to beat Trump is convincing Dwayne The Rock Johnson, puppet, to run for president. I'm predicting that uh, that to happen in January. Ring the bell, man. If he does that, that would be a mistake. I mean, he might eventually run down the line, but if he does it at this late game, late in the game, I think it would be desperate. I don't have Dwayne Johnson doing that type of puppet move right now. He'd be an absolute puppet, a joke. All right. It'd be a joke if he did it. He'd be a joke president. All right, I like him as a wrestler. Don't like him much as an actor, but I like him as a persona. But he would be a joke, all right? But that that's neither here nor there. But I would put Gavin Newsom in line once. I predicted it already months, 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 months ago. I said Michelle Obama would run before The Rock. Okay, but that, that, that damn Joe Biden, he got to sit down. All right, somebody need to sit that nigga down. He, he done. He done. Where's Joe Biden? I love those barrettes in her hair, man. I tell you what. Look at her. She looks like she's 19 years old sitting there with her, like a little lady in her legs. Yeah. Yeah, Joe Biden, man, he need to go sit down peeing and pooping on himself and whatnot. I don't think he's ready. I don't think he's ready for a full campaign. But anyway, uh, let's see what we got. We ready to get into the main event? I think we is or is we. All right, I'm looking at a football score. Bear with me. And it's 7 o'clock. I got to, well, they don't, I don't like what I see right now. <laughs> All right. It's close to what I need here. Um, It's the third quarter. Okay, hold on for a second. I, I do have to send something in real quick. All right, let's see here. 
How about the University of Michigan, as a matter of fact? Hold on for a second. I got I to gotta type something in. This is a much-needed thing that uh, – should I do it? Uh, I'll wait. <laughs> All right, I'll wait. Uh, let's see here. Main event. Let's get to the main event real quick. All right, the cheerleader effect. Let's line it up for the people who don't know what the cheerleader effect is. You might have heard it in pop culture. But there have been scientific studies that the cheerleader effect is indeed true. Now, this isn't the first time I've talked about the cheerleader effect. This post is a post from me in 2019 talking about the cheerleader effect. And basically, I says when three or more women are located in a photo or a scene together, they appear as a good looking bunch. But when viewed individually, some or most are actually unattractive. This strategy is used on online dating apps and most often the profile that you are viewing belongs to the ugliest of the one in the group. All right, um, and here you see what the cheerleader effect of all these lovely ladies. I don't know where I stole this picture from, probably from a real estate group somewhere. But uh, what tends to happen is people, not just women, tend to group up in packs in order to look more attractive. All right, and uh, let's take you to pop culture. This is a scene from a TV show that popularized the cheerleader effect as a concept. All right, and it is a TV show. This show, the stream might get pulled down because Viacom is particular about their clips. This is from, actually, I cannot show it. All right, because I already see that they already have uh, the scene copywritten and probably is going to get copywritten strike. So I, I don't want to get a warning. So this is the show here. We'll reference the show. We'll use another woman to reference this show. But he's going to talk about the cheerleader effect and a group of women that look attractive and men can use a cheerleading effect. So these group of women are considered hot. Oh, they're gorgeous because their hair is done, their makeup is done. And because you don't look at each one individually, you tend to not recognize that they might be all down bad. And as a matter of fact, when looking at them individually, you see that some of them are cockeyed, knock knee, buck tooth, right? Acne face. And they don't look as hot when you take a look at them individually. Obviously, this is an exaggeration, right? So this is the cheerleading effect. And uh, the cheerleader effect here, let me go ahead and show you this. That's the cheerleader effect. All right, so the show is How I Met Your Mother. And um, that's when, that's what popularized the idea of the cheerleading effect, although I heard about it beforehand. Now, where does cheerleader effect come from um, prior to that? Well, everybody knows that cheerleaders, where's my images? I used to have a cheerleader fetish back in the day. Cheerleaders tend to be identical in group and sometimes in the way they wear their hair. All right. So there'll be a group of them. And when they walk in with their uniform, they all look gorgeous. But if you pay attention to them, there's not many good looking cheerleaders. They all look kind of average, but they look very more attractive when they're in a group. This happens to men as well. If you have men um, in your, you know, we used to travel with basketball teams and we would see a lot of teams of all different sports. Going through the airport, they'll be wearing their uniform travel sweats and they'll have their backpacks and their headphones. And whether the group is male or female, you automatically think they're attractive because they're in that group. You're like, oh, wow. And you start looking. But really, there's not many attractive people in the group. It's the fact that they're, you're not able to focus on one particular person. You see the group. Now, in dating apps, Women use this strategy a lot in dating apps. We're going to talk about what happens when you go out. But in dating apps, they tend to show themselves with multiple people, multiple women. 
going out to wine parties and they'll all be holding glasses of wine. They'll all be doing wine tasting and traveling and doing something. And there'll be multiple people in the picture. Men tend to not do this. Men tend to not do this. We tend to put pictures when we're isolated by ourselves. And in particular, people say that on dating apps, women say, why don't you ever have pictures with other people? They want to see your friends. They want to see your social circle for reasons to make themselves feel comfortable and safe and secure to act, to not appear like a loner. You're not going to appear like a loner um, and, or to see what your friendship group looks like. And then they might be wanting to date you. But in fact, People, men are told to put pictures up of, of them with when they're with people, right? Instead of with holding a fish, instead of you standing there, me mugging, instead of you wearing sunglasses and a hat, you look scary. You look like an, you're isolated, right? And so when you complain, you don't get a match on Instagram, uh, on Tinder. That's why. All right. <laughs> that's why you got your shirt off in the mirror. So showing yourself with other people shows that you look social. And this is a example of the cheerleader effect. So we're going to go through a couple things. By the way, they've done studies on this. So I didn't make this up. I did not originate it. But it says right here. It says right here, uh, according to this site right here, it says the group attractiveness effect, which has been. That's the new way they phrase it. It's no longer the cheerleading effect, cheerleader effect. It's the group attractiveness effect. It says how being in a group makes you more attractive. How being in a group makes you more attractive. All right. So, yes, it's a real thing. Social proof. You look validated. Okay, these people look smart. So, therefore, they validated you. You look safe. You wouldn't be around these. Now, if all of your friends look goofy, then that probably is going to lower your ability, but being in a group makes you more attractive. All right, so let's break it down. We're going to use a woman to explain it just so we can take out the sting of people saying you came up with this, you're crazy, right? Just so we can see it. So this is a video, and of course, we're going to use a woman who doesn't look attractive just so you don't think that's that 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 we're making this up. She's going to talk about this effect, and I'll let her uh, talk about it a little bit. All right, so here we go right here. Some pretty terrible things. In an episode of the show, he comes up with something he calls the cheerleader effect, which he describes as people looking more attractive when they are in groups than they do individually. For instance, a group of cheerleaders looks hotter when they're all together than each individual cheerleader does on their own. Interestingly, this is one of those times when the art came first and real-life testing came later. Barney from the show claimed this to be true in 2008, but it wasn't studied in a scientific setting until 2014 by Walker and Vol. Their findings were robust. Humans do rate faces in groups more attractive than individual faces presented one at a time. They did give it a more scientific sounding name, the group attractiveness effect, but you'll still regularly find it referred to as the cheerleader effect. Further studies have shown that the effect holds true across genders and cultures. Many separate studies have confirmed that the cheerleader effect does seem to hold scientific merit. But the real question is why? Walker and Vol thought that it could be faces in groups are sort of averaged out, so that individual faces will seem more attractive when presented in a group because they will appear more similar to the average group face. 
All right. And so something she's mentioning here that needs to be called out before we talk about how women use this to wear advantage. Some of the things that called out is particularly women that look similar tend to be with women. Uh, they tend to travel in packs together. This isn't always. We're going to tell you, give you an example why this isn't always. But women who look similar from similar economic backgrounds, from similar religions, similar styles of clothes, right? You know, the white Kayleys that look the same, the thick black woman, the fat group of women, the oddballs, all right? You never really see a mixture of them unless, and we're going to give you an example, okay, unless they came out from work. Professional women, strags. You never see strags with professional women, but sometimes it happens. But what happens is women start to say, hey, we're similar, therefore we will travel out. Then you can take advantage of the cheerleader effect. And remember, this is done psychologically. This is not something that people sit around going, okay, I'm going to make sure to be honored the cheerleading effect, right? They're, you're not thinking about this. It is done, as they say, um, it is done, I can't think of the name. But anyway, you know what I'm talking about. It's not done intentionally. You do it kind of, you know what I'm talking about. So anyway, you tend to travel with groups of people that are similar. Then when you go out in a scene, you all look the same. You know what I'm talking about here. You kind of all look the same. You kind of look similar subconsciously. Thank you. And you're doing it subconsciously. You're selecting your friends based on background, socioeconomic, race, size, size differential, right? All short ninjas walk in and then all the tall ninjas walk in. So this is kind of what happens. Then this talks about social hierarchy, right? This is why skinny girls and flatbacks tend to be, you know, bottle service girls or they tend to be with richer guys. They, then they all travel around and then, right? Frat bros and, 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 and ninjas, you know, thugs. Everybody tends to have their thing and then they tend to uh, uh, hover around the same area. But then you see it work on. So, yeah, birds of a feather flock together. So these are the things that happen subconsciously. We select friends. We select friends on certain criteria. And then that's who we're seen with. And then you tend to look similar. You tend to dress similar. In fact, there's a, a meme of a lot of Kayleys together wearing the same fall outfit. Let me see here. And uh, even there's a black woman in the, in the picture, but you can't really tell. Let me go ahead and show you this. So this is an example of the cheerleader effect as well. All right, so as you can see, they not only look similar, they decided to dress similar. And you can't, uh, you know, on, on Mondays we wear pink, mean girls type of thing. But there actually are, uh, is a black woman in this picture. You can't really tell because she's assumed the look and the style and the behaviors of the white women. And can you see where the black woman is? It's hard to tell unless you really look at the picture, but there is a black woman in there, right? Yeah, they'll all drink white claw. They'll never drink OE. But as you can see, she's assumed the behavior, the, the, the mannerisms, the styling of the entire group. So this is an example of the cheerleading effect. Now there's a pregnant woman in there, right? With a son named Aiden. And all of them have their hair similar, similarly styled and curled, just like a cheerleading team would do. All right. And so there, there's an example of the cheerleading effect. So all together, you would be like, oh, look at all these hot flatbacks. But if you hadn't looked at them, you would be like, oh, okay. 
All right, anyway. That's probably Memphis. I'm sorry, uh, Nashville. This is Nashville. <laughs> this is not Memphis. This is definitely Nashville. They all got the fake tans, all got their teeth whitener, and they all <laughs> talk the same. They tend to talk the same. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Now, here's the thing here. <laughs> here's the thing here. We're breaking it down for you. The cheerleader effect. The cheerleader effect. And, and this is another website here. Yes, the cheerleader effect is real, and you can make it work in your favor. Now, this is a group of dissimilar women. So we're going to talk about a group of dissimilar women, women that all look different, and then what their roles are in the group. Remember, this is subconscious, but it's somewhat organized as well. And there's plenty of videos online to talk about this. All right, so let me see if I can pull this up right here. It says right here. Uh, this is another idea of social proof. Men get an attractiveness boost when other women fancy them. So that's an example of kind of the social proof element that we're talking about. So you're out, other women, this again, they validate you and they, they, they say you're safe. They see you, other women like you. Women will start liking you. <laughs> They'll start like, who is that? Wow, they like him. Oh, what is it about him? Okay, here we go right here. Last thing right here, nine reasons why women love traveling with women. And you got camaraderie, friendship, comfort and ease, community and commonality. Okay, less men around, solos are welcome. All right, support and stretch, safe haven, freedom to be me, just to have fun. It's more fun. Yeah, women are going to have more fun. Um, women who travel with men or gather in packs with men are not seen as higher status. They're seen as skeezers. Now, let me put a picture up here. We're going to break down. We're going to break it on down. Here's another example here. IP, uh, it says right here. Um, and, uh, uh, sorry, this is a cheerleader effect as well, but they've taken the opposite approach. So this is a picture. This is the first picture I'm going to show. So somebody has went in here and did the opposite. They, they basically taken the cheerleader effect and examined each woman and attached a stigma on them. All right, it's a it's a it's a stigma. We don't know this to be true, but they taken a group of women that are hovering around collectively and then said, yes, just because they're looking attractive in the group, they all have different issues. So as you can see, we got bipolar on a couple of them crazy. We got a daddy issue. We have a feminist drama queen. So you see, they all have their dip. They all were assigned a different role. They all were designed a different stigma to basically say, hey, we've examined each one individually instead of as the group of, oh, a group of hot chicks, all right, let's look at them each individually in the cheerleader effect and go, yep, they all got issues, right? The beta hunter, princess syndrome, cock carousel rider. I don't know who came up with this. I just found this online, all right? The crazy one plays the victim. So as you can see here, this is an example of examining each woman not letting the cheerleader effect take precedent i'm going to show you another one um i'm going to show you another one here all right so this video this one right here i did a video on and i broke it down we're going to break down each one of these women right here so all of these women are you can see not similar all right and i had a picture that i deleted but all of these women had a number assigned to them and I could not find the picture before the show. I basically found this picture last second before I came on live. But this is a would be a cheerleader effect type picture. 
And what it looks like is a group of young women. Uh, they're all out. They are all different, and they're all different types and shades. There's, you can see, a, obviously, a big black woman there. All right. Uh, we're just going to assume it's a woman at this point, and we're going to assign different roles. Now, for this show, we're going to label the numbers. We're going to number them since we can't see it. I, I had numbers for them, but I don't. Uh, don't rem- I don't have that picture. So for for purposes of the show, person number one is going to be the white woman on the far, which would be the right side of the screen. She's the blonde and she's being hugged on. And then we're going to number them going right to left. All right. So it's good. I'm sorry. This is going to be actually left to right. So the white, the white woman with the black shirt, blue shorts on the left is number one. The yellow shirts, number two. The Filipina Asian looking woman, the short one in the green tank tops, number three, and so forth. So that the tall black woman and the large black woman's number six. Wait, one, two, three, four, five, six. Yes. So in this situation, they have gathered in a pack to go out. All of them look like they might have, they might be friends. They might be out for the same reasons. And they might be available to you. Now, this is why I don't count on mouthpiece and game because mouthpiece ninjas don't acknowledge any of this as much. They shoot their shot and most of the time they shoot it at the wrong person because they're trying to do the And they'll say silly things like take one for the team. Well, and they'll go for the black girl and take one for the team. And then they'll try to get in that way. But they're wrong. A lot of guys will go for the one who looks the sluttiest. I'm going to go for the sluttiest one. Well, the sluttiest one is has a role in the group. And you don't recognize the role of the group. So we're going to go through each one. And we're going to tell you, if you watched this show before and I broke it down, we're going to tell you the easiest girl in the group. We're going to tell you the easiest girl. All right. And we're going to tell you the girl that you ain't going to get nothing from. And there's three of them. You ain't getting nothing from. All right. So. Going on here, the number, the black girl is six, seven, and eight. I know that that's, she number six, seven, and eight. All right, and a lot of people have seen this show before, so they're already kind of tipping you off. All right, so number one, when you see women together, not all of them are friends. They're all not friends. They're all not even cordial with each other. In fact, they have a group within the group. So some women are absolutely disgusted by some of these women in the group, but they would never tell them. They would be actually nice to them. I'm, I'm going to be nice to them. So they're going to appear nice to each other. They're going to play nice. But there is some vicious energy within the group. You have to understand this about women. I've traveled with women. I work with women. And you see a group of women together, you think they're all thinking alike. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. There's some conflict going on with the group. In fact, they're all passive-aggressive attacking each other in some form or fashion. All right, they're all kind of doing it. And they have they have um they have factions within the group. There are factions within the group. And then we come in as men, and somebody mentioned this earlier. We think we think women treat us bad, but guys, women treat each other like shit. There's no unity within groups of women. I mean, they treat each other like dogs, uh, but they're passive aggressive with it. And so you will never see them cat fight and throw unless they're strags. All right, but but you or straggles, we call them respectfully. But you'll never see them outright fighting each other, but they'll have years and years of emotional terrorism within each other. And then we wonder 
Oh man, why this woman do me like this? Nah, they already killing each other for they killing each other with the group, but they ain't no fisticuffs arrive. Now let's go back here. I'm gonna cover my face. I know, ladies. I'm gonna cover my face. In this picture, going from left to right, number one and two are gonna represent what people would perceive the easy girls. These are the energy girls. These are the girls that, you know, seem to be having the most fun. These are the girls that number six definitely is throwing eye daggers at them. Uh, these are the women who got them into the nightclub for free. These are the women that was walking in front and they're probably staggering from being drunk or high off coca. These are the groups. Number one and two are the women that are going to get drinks for everybody. These are the women that everybody sees first in the group. These are the women that the PUAs and the dating coaches are going to target first. These are the women perceived to be the ditziest and the easiest. These are the women are not, you're not getting them. Not even Chad is going to have luck getting them. These are the women, they getting freebies. They getting free shirts, free drinks, free tickets to the movies, free tickets, free nightclub, every goddamn thing. They getting free, 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 free. Number one and two seem to be the ditziest, sluttiest ones, but them the ones that's going to give you blue balls. If you target them first, you're about to lose. You're about to lose because they're getting free drinks for everybody. Free drinks for everybody. All right, they're getting entree. They're the reason why shit is popping off. In fact, if number one and two did not exist, nothing's popping off. They don't get to the prime seat in the restaurant. If number one and two it doesn't exist in this group, they don't get into the suite at the, the hockey game. If number one and two doesn't exist, they don't. They got to wait in line. <laughs> right? They got to wait in line with everybody else. So number one and two makes the entire group go. But number six is the enforcer of the group. Number six is the cock blocker. If they see bums, lazy ninjas, PUAs, any of these goofy ninjas, run game, mouthpiece ninjas, ninjas with gold teeth, Chad, Chad with the hat on backwards, number six is going to put all that fire out. Number six is one that you can target if you target her specifically to get to the other ones, but six is the enforcer and is fairly obvious. So six has been instructed to knock anyone out that comes in with that bullshit. She will do it too. And she takes her job seriously. She takes her job seriously. Now let's get down to this. Number five is the den mother. She's the responsible one. She's probably the aunt to one of number one or two. She's probably the aunt. She's the human resource manager, okay? She's the woman. She's the supervisor at the job. She's the one that's going to be the responsible drinker. She's the one reporting everything to her husband. She's probably married to a gump like John Deloney. She's the one that's going to be watching people, taking notes. She's the one that's going to say, you did this and you did that. Number five, number five, the, the school mom, the teacher. Now, she's probably has a long-term boyfriend, live in. She got to be back home by 1030. She's constantly texting her boy. She is the, she's the tattletale. She's the one that makes everybody, make sure everybody got their keys. Make sure everybody get home. She's the one that texts everybody, everybody home. 
She makes sure the two drunk broads, after eight shots been given to her, she makes sure they get home. She drives them home. Okay, she makes sure they don't go with a, off with a Chad. That's the one. She's the, she's the mom of the group. Number three is the blue balls. Yeah, number five is a feminist. <laughs> Wait, number three is Queen Blue Ball. You are wasting your time, Ninja. Number three is going to lead your ass down the long way. She looks like the sporty spice. She looks like, okay, I'll take the little one here. All right, you're going to aim low and then try to hit. All right, I won't go for the hot chicks. I know I'm going to miss. All right, the perceived hot chicks. I'm saying perceived hot chicks. All right, and so you'll go for number two. She seems down, loyal. She seems liberal. Queen Blue Balls. She going to snarky. She going to make sure your ass going to work, ninja. You think you're going to breeze in there and do some mouthpiece shit and dip on out with the phone number? Oh, hell no. Nope. Oh, you want to talk to me? She going to lead your ass down a long path of conversation that's going to end nowhere. You're going to end up getting nowhere with her. She's a prude. She's not a 304. She looks like one. She look easy. Blue balls. <laughs> you're getting blue balls. And she's going to waste your entire night. And she's going to make you think you're getting in there. And at the, at, at the last second, she's going to say, I don't date men from bars. Done. And you don't waste it all your time. Now, number four is the skeezer of the group. That's the easiest target. And most people are going to miss this one because she looks like a plain Jane, right? But most people are going to miss it. She's the one that's going to suck you off in the bathroom without her friends knowing. She's going to dip on number five when number one and two are talking to Chad's. Number three is talking to somebody about to give them blue balls. Number five is about to, I'm sorry, number six. Number six is out here trying to cock block and watching. And number four and five are going to be sitting at the table alone. And then all of a sudden, number four is going to dip out. I'm going to go to the bathroom. She's going to look over at a ninja she's been eyeing the whole time, the quiet ninja. And she's going to go. And she's going to get up, walk towards the bathroom. She's seen, she seen you eyeing her. She's seen you eyeing her. She watched you. She peeped. You peeped her. And she's going to be like, she's going to dip. She's going to go disappear. She's going to drop that neck right there in the bathroom. It's barbecue in there. <laughs> That's the one. If you want to get your salami wet, that's the one right there. You want to get your whistle wet? That's the one. Number four. Number four is the easiest target. That's the one. <laughs> She's the teacher, the nurse. She's the one you least expect. Oh, good look. She's wearing pants. She's wearing jeans. She's wearing jeans. You don't think she's a skeezer? You're like, okay, she's trying. All right, I'll see what she got. Number four is the Lucy. She's the, she's the creeper. She's the creeper. So I creep. And when she come out, she ain't going to tell her friends nothing. The school mom going to go. Number five is going to go, where were you? Oh, I was just, you know, I had diarrhea. She's not going to come out. Oh, man. She's not going to tell. Nobody knows. Nobody going to tip her off. Nobody. She's not going to let everybody know. She's not going to brag. Number four is going to do her dirt all by her lonely. She's going to do her shit and dip. Somebody said they all skeezers coach. This is a mistake. 
They all skeezers. They're all sexually active, but you think they're all the same. It's not, that's not how it works. They all have a different role. By just doing that, that, that takes the, you're trying to take the guesswork out. You got to be more, more aware of your surroundings. Just saying they all skeezers don't say anything. All women are skeezers to an extent. Some are active, some are interactive, but that tells you nothing. That tells you nothing. That's just saying my mouth works on all women. And it's not true. Some will listen to you. Some ain't going to give you the time of day. Some will give it to a ninja who don't say nothing all day. But what you don't understand is they all have, it's going to be a different way. Some, you're going to waste all your time. You're going to waste your time. Some ninja's going to say, I'll take one for the team and date the big girl and try to get her out of the way. Nah, man. They all do their crazy stuff. Okay? <laughs> yep. But number one and two are going to be the the people who you go and go, all right, there's the drunk kind of ditzy girl. Guys, them girls ain't getting, listen, they're not there for hookup. They're there for free drinks and attention and all of these. These guys got hockey players that they date, okay? These girls date hockey players, <laughs> right? They're, they got boyfriends that they believe they got boyfriends on the basketball team somewhere. They 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 they're not coming to pick up chads. <laughs> they got sugar daddies. They got sugar daddies. Ninja, you're not about to press nothing from number one and two. Everything you shoot on them gonna be a miss that night. They they're not coming out to bars to pick up on your goofy ass ninjas. All right. And now if it happens to be a one percent man that comes in there, which is highly unlikely because only losers hang around in these settings. Mostly miserable losers, desperate men, ninjas that think they finessing. No man in their right mind goes and hangs out and picks up girls like this. All right, but ninjas with their hat on backwards, wearing a tank top with their elbows away from their body. Yeah, they'll talk to them. You'll see them talking to her. All right, but they ain't getting nowhere with them. Mm. Yep, these are the girls front row major league. These are the girls that get called up. Here, come over here. These are the girls that appear on the camera when at the, in the stadium. So they're not there to, for that. They're there for the free drinks and the attention. These are women that'll do fake lesbian kissings and lick salt off each other's shoulders, right? And then have you all distracted looking over here while the Millie Mouth bus grab was ready to drop neck on you. <laughs> right? So them girls don't have, them girls, these girls right here, they don't got to go to nightclubs and pick up ninjas. Trust me. They don't, Ninja. They got 500,000 followers on Instagram, and they belong to a sorority and got a whole bunch of sorority bros. They're not there for you, Ninja. You think they're going to be easy? They're going to be rough. They're just going to be giggly, wasting your time. But number six, she's the one that's going to give you that pudusy too. She'll give it to you too, but after she's done protecting number one through five. Right. Yep. They taking selfie pictures, kissing each other, licking each other and shit. They doing all this shit. And you'd be like, oh, wow. Oh, boy. There's hot girls in here. You ain't getting shit from them. You ain't getting. The, and the the woman in the green, number three, blue balls. Blue balls. You ain't get. Uh, she got a boyfriend. She's got a boyfriend, a little Filipino dude, five foot three. He wide as he is tall. He got a souped up Honda Accord or a Honda Civic, 
And she wears the pants in the family. Number three. Right? She, he's a male feminist for on, uh, on her behalf. And they've been dating since high school. <laughs> right? And she take kickboxing lessons. She take kickboxing lessons. She ready to kick a ninja for no reason. She take Muay Thai just for fun. She a ball teaser. This bitch is going to be a tease, ninja. And she ain't going to stop you from talking. She going to let you run your mouthpiece, ninja. She going to say, go ahead. You want to talk to me? Go ahead. You ain't getting nowhere, though. But she's not going to tell you that. She's not going to tell you that. She's just going to sit back and let you talk. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. And oh, yeah. I like kickboxing. Yep. I do Muay Thai. Feel my muscle. She's going to be feeling her muscle. You're going to be trying to touch her. <laughs> right? And then you're going to be like, I'm getting in there. I'm working and I'm working and I'm working it. One hour, two hours later, it's 12, it's 12 o'clock, midnight. She's still letting you talk. You just the talking, talking and talking and talking. At the end of the day, oh, I have a boyfriend. We're engaged. You should be like, huh? <laughs> All right. Yep. Shit. You're going to get nowhere, man. And um, for a fact, for a matter of fact, the four women on the right hate the two women on the left. Just as a matter of fact, the four women on the right cannot stand number one and two. They are talking trash. In fact, number four, five, and six talking the most trash about number one and two. But they're nothing without number one and two. Their group is dog poop without number one and two. They get Nathan. They're ugly chicks in the corner as a collective without one and two. <laughs> they're, they're a pile of dog poo poo without one or two. They waiting in a long ass line freezing without one and two. But they talking the most shit about them. Calling them all kind of names. <laughs> it's crazy, man. It's crazy. All right. Anyway, that's that's the cheerleader effect. That's the cheerleader effect. So six, enforcer. Number five, she's the mother. She's the dim mother. She's the responsible one of the group. She might be married. She might be a human resource executive. All these women work together. Um, she's the one that's going to make sure everybody get home safe. She's going to be watching out for everybody. She's going to be doing a head count. All right, everybody in the Uber, they all throwing up. She's counting things up. She's texting their boyfriends. All right, they coming home. Open the door. All right, number five. Number four is the easiest pickup, easiest lay. Number three, feminist. Got a loyal boyfriend. Uh, he's got anime. Uh, he's got anime covers on his car. Uh, number one and two are the ticket. Number one and two are the ticket of the group. They are the prime real estate of the group, but they are the not the easiest. They're not the easiest. And you will see their reputation. You will see their self-esteem. Um, let's just say you saw them one day. You saw them one day. Then the next day you saw them, they're minus one or two of the women. They're going to act differently. They're going to act differently. All of a sudden, the things they're going to have to say, okay, who's the enforcer here? Who's this and that? Their self-esteem is going to plummet. So if one and two is not there and only four, five, and six are there, three, four, five, and six, they're, the way they act, they ain't going to be as loud. They ain't going to be as obnoxious. They ain't going to be having as much fun. They just going to be sitting there like, 
You see women do that? They get their narrow their hairs done and uh, they get their nails <clears throat> and their hairs done and they just sitting there at the club looking at their phone, scrolling. They ain't got they got nothing. Them just hoes that got um them just hoes that got um wigs on and manicure and pedicures at night. They got no swag, but let two bad girls come in that group. They whole energy gonna change. They ain't gonna be just sitting there scrolling their phone. Look at this. Look look at this post. They gonna be amp. Can't touch us. Can't touch us. But at the end of the day, what you have to understand about every group of women is that they all have factions. They all can't stand each other. In a sense, they're not as close of a group as they exist or that as you perceive, but they all will protect each other in this element. They'll protect each other in this element, but three or four of them can't stand each other. Wait a minute. Three or four of them can't stand each other at all. Anyway. And I know people are like, nah, coach, you don't know, dude, I've traveled with women for 15 years. <laughs> I've traveled with them, hotels, buses, all right, uh, restaurants. I've seen groups of women for all my life, all of my adult life from 19 to 36, 19 to 35. I've seen how women operate. And not all of them, again, I've, I've traveled with big groups. Not all of them are hoes. There's a couple of two Women in there that, you know, in a large group, they're prudes or not prudes. They're inexperienced. They don't know nothing. And I've seen people target those girls. They'll come in. They'll see a group of us together, and they'll go in on the most innocent one. I'm like, you getting nowhere with her. First of all, you got some women that's going to protect that one. Then you got some jealous women going to be like her, okay, and they going to mess that up. And then they're going to tell her, bitch, you ain't, you know, it's crazy. It's wild as hell. It's wild as hell. So they ain't all on one accord at all. All right, let me get to these super chats here, and then we're going to get out of here. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, I needed to check on something. Okay, we good. Oh, man. Let me take this down. Taking it down, taking it down, taking it down. Oh, one more thing I'll add is that when you see a woman by herself, you see a woman by herself and she's not with her faction or a group, guess what? She always quiet, mousy. And a lot of guys will try to target the woman then when she's by herself. All right, but the, she's when a woman's by herself, she always silent. She quiet, she's not drawing attention to herself, but let her get with a group of women. It don't matter if she quiet or mousy, she's going to be woohoo! All right, in no time flat. <laughs> so they are their their egos do change whether they're in their groups or not. So be careful with that anyway. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Uh shout out to uh Dr. AMG says, dang, Shaq looks five foot tall standing next to that Yao Ming. Uh shout out to her. Yeah. That's one big woman right there. Whew. Uh, but you ain't getting no numbers without her knowing it. <laughs> you ain't getting a number. None of them girls' numbers without her knowing about it. She watching the entire time. Macaroni Tony, I've been told uh, I thought you were taller after a splash because the hen initially seen me coaching. Yep. 
So that's another thing that validates you as well. All right. So, yeah, they seen you doing something and they see you up close. But it does give you social social proof. Um, coaching a group of people gives you social proof. All right. Remember, for women, sometimes it's about trust. Are you a serial killer? Okay, if you're with a group or you're the leader of the group, you're most likely probably are not a serial killer. So then they'll open up and trust you. They say these people have verified that you're trustworthy. That's kind of how they roll. And if you try to go around it, you'll have to work around it. You'll have to kind of work around it and make it work. So women will ask you, take your sunglasses off, take your hat off. All right, they're trying to see this. All right, you have a trustworthy face. All right, there's other things that they'll try to do. Oh, you were the group of people. Okay, you were the group of people that looks well-respected. Okay. If you were the group of ninjas and they all got gold teeth and um, <laughs> dreadlocks and you sitting there in a suit, it's going to be like, explain this. <laughs> like, why are we doing this here? Uh, but yeah, again, somebody says, so glad I paid them a leave. Exactly. This is all psychological. Everything we do is psychological, mostly non-verbal communication. And you cannot, uh, this is why the mouthpiece is not exactly the thing that you should lean on. Because most communication is not verbal. (laughs) He said, yeah, they all got do-rags and you standing there in a suit. Yeah, were you all dressed like uh, you all dressed like cartel members? But yeah, um, if you look up communication, this is a this is a teaching moment. Most communication is done nonverbally. Percentage communication. Most communication is done nonverbally, and uh, it's done with body language, verbal cues. Now, I'm sorry, nonverbal cues, eye contact, how you look, is your eye twitching? All right. Do you look wild? What were you doing minutes before? So before you approach me, you approach me. I saw you approach five other guys. So how's your how's your mouthpiece going to work? I've already I've already witnessed your behavior. Right. It's so if I can witness you watching you fidgety and shit. <laughs> right. You loud and boisterous and you obnoxious. So uh, the breakdown of communication works like this and people don't. I don't hear many people talking about this on the male side. And if uh, you need a cue, you need a cue, you can break it down. People say um, 55% body. Hold on for a second. I want to find something accurate. Uh, People are giving different numbers. But we've often heard 80% this, 90% that, 7% this, some facial. And people are saying these things are myths or not. But I'm going to tell you how your posture is. Um, are you looking around? You know what I mean? Are you looking at bitches? Do they catch you looking at every woman's ass? I mean, it's, it's one of those things that people miss. And this is why they have a 97% fail rate. <laughs> and they'd be like, and it's a win. Oh, I win. I got one skeezer. Okay. Ninja, she out. Everybody was going to get her. But, um, Kaylin says, well, coach, Brittany Mahomes made it a part. I made it to be a part of Taylor Swift's girl squad. We'll see how long it lasts. I don't see her as the girl who tells Patrick everything like girl number five. No, she's just she just had to get in there. She just had to belong. But uh, believe it or not, she's not a part of Taylor uh, Swift's friend group. 
She's not on the inside. She's just inside playing the role. Anyway. Uh, who is this in here? Shout out to Fazito. Says, when, these, when those females separate, they switch up. Yep. Alone, they fake understand you if you try to speak with them in the group. They cold, cruel. Facts. Yep. So, again, you know, it's kind of ego. It's kind of like, you know, if you approach them in the group, they're all going to ah, automatically reject. And there's a reason why women reject initially. There's a lot of reasons why women want to reject you initially. And uh, it makes sense when you think of it psychological. If you're just thinking about it in a means of coldness and respect, women don't operate on respect. Like they can't even understand the respecting you is going to be how you win. Right? So they can't even understand what respect is. Only when they're disrespected can they respect it. But for them, for them rejecting you within a group setting, you approach, I don't care who you are, they're going to probably reject you. <laughs> so... I don't care who you are. So it is a very, very bold approach by a guy. Not saying you cannot win doing it. There are certain things you can do to win, but most likely you're probably going to get rejected the majority of the time. That's because it could be some inner bullshit with the women. It's the inner bullshit with the women. The number one and two in the group keep getting approached. If 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 you're in a group and the same woman keeps getting approached, that could cause fact, friction and the women can feel it and they say, now I got to reject just because. And or some ninjas will do the opposite and approach number four and five as a safeguard and intend to approach number one and two. And so that the woman will get jealous. Oh, I, I'm normally going to want to get the approach, right? So all of these psychological things play in effect, right? Right. Asking the fat girl to dance and the other women like, oh, what is this? Like, these are all approaches that men do that are probably going to fail more likely than is going to succeed. Does some guys going to have a small chance of success? Not saying that you shouldn't do it because it can work. But you have to understand the fat girl can reject you, too. The fat girl can reject you as a means to give herself credibility within the group. Now, if you put her off to the side and you she goes to the back, you might be able to slide a quick number. But when they're sitting there, she just saw all her friends reject just like that. She ain't going to jump right at a chance immediately. It's, it's, it's not, that's just fantasy. She's got to reject as well to feel a part of the group. But, yeah, you can slide, a, get the digits on the slide, but no. Yeah, she got to impress. She's got to oppress her friends. See, I rejected too. And she's going to be at home alone crying like Stewie, farting. <laughs> and the woman has to reject as a means to not appear easy as well. So there's a lot of reasons why they must reject you to see if you come back and are interested. But it is. Somebody said high school games. Well, children with breasts. Yep. Uh, shout out to Miles says, salute CGA. I appreciate you. Put okay, I already read this one. Shout out to you. Thank you, man. I think we got everybody. Let me check Super Chats before we go. So I didn't get everybody. Um, We got, did I get Toby? I did. Justin? Did. Dennis says, CGA spitting facts. Shout out to Dennis B. 
uh, uh, Jamie or Jaime Hoffman says, hit the damn like button, CGA for president. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Shout out to Sean. Christopher says, my Cowboys could use number six on the offensive line so Tony Pollard can have a season like he did last year. Shout out to them. JC says, Mark Henry's daughter on the end will press you, coach. I mean, I've had one before. <laughs> I've had one of those before. <laughs> Let's see here. Um, hmm. I'll save it. That was a family show. But all of them can, all of them can feel this pain. Let's just say that. All right. I don't know. I don't know, man. What says I'm clapping number six like a nasty boy. He says, I ain't in the gym squatting, benching the deadlifting all this heavy ass weight for nothing. Let me at her, coach. Let me at her. All right. He wants her, man. He wants her. Something just like that. You know what I mean? Like, wow. But they all will feel it, man. Not all these women can take a. Not all these women can take the third leg. All right. The wildest one in that bed. The freakiest one is number four, bar none. She's going to do the freakiest, nastiest things you could even imagine. She's going to let you do anything to her. She ain't even going to stop. The other one's going to question it. The big girl going to dodge. You're going to be like, here I come. You're going to pull out and you ready to skeet, skeet, skeet. She's going to get up out the bed and run. She's going to try to dodge the skeet. Ugh, I ain't touching on. Number one and two going to be the laziest dead fish star Carl's Jr. star, laziest bone you ever had. She's going to be giggly, doing nothing. All right? They just going to be in there looking hot. Number five, nasty too, but she married. Number number three is approved. <laughs> right? <laughs> number four, going to drop that neck. She's going to lick around all areas of the body. Well, <laughs> All right, yep, Remy's, she doing all the nasty stuff. Number four. All right, where we at here, man? I'm just like, <laughs> number four doing the nasty. She going to do the nasty rounds. Number six going to dodge the skeet. Shout out to our brother, no government name, says, Coach, my blonde hair, blue-eyed baby mama graduated from TCU and still has straggle tendencies. No one safe. Shout out to TCU. Speaking of TCU, we got to tell you, uh, a former Flatback Supreme is now at TCU. Let me see if I can find her real quick. Um, See if I can find her if she comes up. I think she's going to come up. Oh, we did. We did find her here. All right. So uh, speaking of TCU, there it is right there. One of the Cavender twins has returned back to basketball, and she now attends TCU. This is her fourth, third school. Fresno State initially, that's where they got stardom. And then they went to the University of Miami to be straggles. And now at Texas Christian University. There it is right there. Let's see. Ah, yep. Yep. TCU, man. Home of the Flatback Supreme, that's for sure. They got they got a lot of Flatback Supremes at TCU. <laughs> Somebody said Kaylee Stock. All right. I think I got everybody. Uh, oh, nope. Uh, shout out to Sean says, you don't feel bad. One of your old players going to see this. Um, I didn't really diss him. <laughs> I, di- I didn't diss him too much. I don't talk about them specifically. I don't feel bad. No, we, we're talking about female behavior. 
You're not talking. <laughs> All right, anyway. Uh, let's see here. And they probably watching. Some of them know. I mean, some of them know about it. Some of them seen it. Some of them seen it and said they like it. Some of them seen it, didn't comment. Some of them seen it, don't follow. But nah. Uh, anyway, I think we got it all, man. And that's what she said. Shout out to the Cubs game. We be out of here. We'll be back tomorrow for Wednesday's Facts Over Feelings. Peace.